Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan. I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilots. I have Mr. Greenbean to my this way. I got Mr. O'Leary to my that way. Greenbean, how you doing tonight? I just couldn't be more psyched for the direction of our New York Jets. Uh, so I'm in a good mood, everybody. Let's talk some football. I don't uh -huh. even know where that's coming from. Leary, <laughs> how you doing? I'm sorry. I had just 55 tabs open. I couldn't find which tab it was on coming from. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, it was our stream. It was ah. just on a different tab. That's okay. I like it. Makes me feel good. You know what? Oh, I don't Boys and girls, if you just hop in YouTube, here though. and you're equally as frustrated as us, hit the like button. Uh, we do have a poll yes. question in the chat that a ton of you have already answered already. When do we see Trevor Simeon take the field? 8% uh, right now are saying starts versus the Chiefs. 29% says comes during the Chiefs game or comes in during the Chiefs game. Uh, and then the majority right now is saying starts versus the Broncos. But I'm curious to see where you guys are on all this. If you're watching this after the fact, let us know, you know, what your thoughts are down below in the comment section. And if you're, you know, if you see anything that you like or you think is funny and you want to timestamp it for us, that would be uh, helpful as well. It's nice when people go back and just kind of find those little spots there. Uh, but I guess let's let's give the floor to you guys. Uh, Greenbean, I'll let you go first. Give us your thoughts about the Patriots game, the state of the Jets right now, some of the Namath, you know, things. I have some of the clips if we want to look at it. Uh, the Michael Carter, Garrett Wilson stuff on the sideline. How are you feeling, Greenbean? Um, well, I mean, it's a lot, right? I mean, <laughs> it's... I said in my podcast, welcome back to 2022. That's what it feels like to me. It's like you look around, and during the game, it's hard with the broadcast. If we, if we were watching the All-22 live, you could see all kinds of things that you're not seeing, but it looked very much like the game plan sucked, and which, you know, maybe unimaginative, maybe safe, all those things. Um, but... Upon further review, it doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is here. Like, that's what I'm deducing from all this. It's just poor little Zach is quite incapable of playing the game of football at the level we need him to in order for us to end streaks and, um, you know, win games and fourth quarter comeback and all that stuff. Why am I alone up there? That's weird. I felt like Is that my choice? Okay. Yeah, I, just want, I didn't want know if go. you guys were done. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's fine. Sprinkling some I'm stuff in being, here. All right. I'm not being accusational. I just, I was nervous. I was afraid. That's really you, what it was. You, you don't have your buddies on screen with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do this by myself very often. <laughs> so, uh, so it's just, it's, it takes the wind out of your sails, man. When you see Lazard and Wilson and Michael Carter, like wide open. And, and then you see the, you know, he's the offensive line while not imperfect, this alignment first time together, he did a good job, man. Overall, by and large, they did a good job. So it's just one of those things. It's like, we, we, we can support him as long as we want. But another thing that we looked at in the in the podcast this week was the biggest bust in NFL history is widely considered Jamarcus Russell, right? Now, there are other guys. I don't want to get into Ryan Leaf and Jeff George and all. Everybody has their guy. But a, a name that comes up consistently is Jamarcus Russell, the number one overall pick for the Raiders. His numbers 
are eerily similar to Zach's. There, there's some ebb and you know flow back and forth, but they cut ties with him at 25 games in his third year. They just said enough is enough. Get off of our field. You know how many games Zach has now played for the New York Jets, Ryan? Are you aware? I, I do not. I'm not sure offhand. Matt, 25. Take a 25. I watched the episode. Oh, you did. Thank you, Matt. This is nice. <laughs> That's good. Um, so 25 games, man. So it's just one of those things. It's like, I understand company line. Like, you know, I don't take anything Sala says as like necessarily truth, right? He's a coach. He's got to spin things. He's got to say, and we saw all week, it'd be irresponsible to play back then on the left side. Game time. Who's your tackle? Oh, Beckton. Left tackle. Left tackle. You know? So we don't know what he's really thinking and feeling and, and what's really going on in the background. But boy, oh, boy, does it feel like and, – and look, thankfully we signed Simeon today. But boy, oh, boy, does it feel like they're just ready to ride or die with this kid, put their careers on the line and everything, and we're going to lose the entire team. We're at game three, and you're seeing blow-ups on the sideline. It's not good. So it's tough to be positive right now. I feel really good about 13 points. I feel really good about the guys being able to get open. I love seeing three of our young linemen, our three young draft picks looking good, uh, you know, in the game. It's like, so there's there's lots to feel good about, but it's all standing on the carpet that is named Zach Wilson, and it pulls so easily under their feet. And it's just tough, man. It, it's a tough thing. Um, I'll be ready to go on Sunday, but fuck, man, heading into the Chiefs at 41 points, it's not, it's tough to be, it's tough to be all pumped. I'll tell you that. Ooh, Matt, how you feeling about everything going on with our New York Jets? It is organizational malpractice to put Zach Wilson back on the field. Um, I, I think at this point, like I had a video all recorded and edited. It was very close to being uploaded. And then they signed Trevor Simeon, but I went on a rant saying that it is no longer Zach Wilson's fault or I am no longer mad at Zach Wilson. I am mad at the organization for continuing to put him back out there when he is shown time and time and time and time again that he cannot play. This is, you know, it's different when you're talking about in year two, 16 to 18 games into his NFL career where you're like, all right, let's let's see, you know, if, if there's any growth. But when you're in the third year, 25 games into his career, this is what Zach Wilson is. Uh, and they were unable to be competitive on offense. And I get it. The play calling wasn't very good, right? Like I have uh, my doubts with Nathaniel Hackett, but it's very difficult for me to criticize Nathaniel Hackett when yet again, just like sometimes during with Mike LaFleur, there are players open and the quarterback is not finding them. It is very, very challenging for an offensive coordinator to do anything and make this offense look anywhere remotely close to passable with the level of quarterback play that they are getting. Um, I, I don't know what else to possibly say. Like, like green bean said, the defense gave up 13 points and they lost the game. They've allowed two offensive touchdowns to the new England Patriots in their last three games and are Owen three in those three games. They didn't allow new England to get into the red zone once on off. They didn't take one offensive snap from the red zone and they still lost the game. It doesn't make any sense. They need to make some sort of change. Today they took the first step, something that should have happened two weeks ago after the Aaron Rodgers injury went down. They signed Trevor Simeon, 
And it should only be a matter of time before Trevor Simeon is starting for this Jets team. I completely agree with both of you, and I am incredibly frustrated with what's going on. And now it's my time to be a little solo. And solo, I, dude, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm watching Zach Wilson trot out onto the field, and I'm here, hearing Robert Salas say, "Oh, he gives us the best chance to win. We're playing the best guy. Oh, everyone's got to play better around him." And like you guys are saying, this locker room's going to shit. I am yeah. deathly afraid that Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are just going to throw their hands up and say, "I don't want to be here. Trade me." I don't want to be here. You guys are wasting my career away. I'm a stud. I don't want to be here if you guys are not going to play serious football and want to actually win games. I came across this stat today. Oh, my God. From 2012. Everybody, everybody listen. If you're making oh. popcorn or something, just, it's time to listen. This is nuts. Oh, you, you, you got to listen to this stat. This is unreal. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's like how, how frustrating it is. So... When Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the New York Jets from 2021 and 2022, so two seasons, we're not including this year. This is a stat from last year. When Zach Wilson is the quarterback of the New York Jets, 31st in passing yards, 165 yards, 165.6 yards a game. The Bears are the only team worse. They're 0.3 yards behind us. When any other quarterback takes the field for the New York Jets, the Jets average 319 yards and that is 25 yards better than the number two team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Any other team, any <laughs> any other quarterback, not, it, like literally anyone, yeah. could start for the New York Jets over the last two years, and they are able to put up very good numbers. The Jets would be a significantly better team with literally any other quarterback. Josh Johnson, Joe Flacco, Mike White. I, we didn't get to see Strebler start, but be damned, maybe he's getting 300 yards. It's incredibly frustrating to watch, and I feel like they're trying to just trot Zach out there, and like, I, like I know what probably was said. Rodgers goes down, Woody says, hey, everyone's safe. No one's losing their job this year because you lost option A at the beginning of the season. Like, no one, you're fine. That's the only way this continues right now. And then you have, you know, the, the inability to, like, at least put blame on the quarterback. You're coddling him. You're saying, oh, we need to play better around him. And that is such a load of shit. And everyone knows that the defense is upset about it. I think what we heard from Pat Mac, or what we saw from Rodgers on Pat McAfee today, it was everything that I wanted Coach Salah to say. Hey, we put up 13 points, or the Patriots put up 13 points. They didn't take a single snap in the red zone. We are supposed to win that game. The offense is at fault. I don't want to see people, you know, splitting at the seams. I don't want to see Michael Carter throwing his hands up in the air. I don't want to see Garrett Wilson throwing his hands up in the air. I want this team to be a unit and at this point, I really, I don't blame Zach. I really don't. This is on the GM. This is on the head coach. This is absolutely a lack of preparedness, lack of an option B. You had an entire season, yeah. two seasons of Zach Wilson at the helm. 24, 25 games, whatever Greenbean said. You had the sample size there. You saw him through training camp. And while training camp was like, you know, hey, it's interesting. Were you really thinking you were going to roll 16 more games? With Zach Wilson at the helm without signing a quarterback. You get Tr Trevor Simeon in here now, at least knowing the stats right here that the, the Jets are elite <laughs> when you have anyone other than Zach Wilson at the helm. It gives me a little hope. Little hope, right? I'm sick of them trying to piss on me and telling me it's rain. Like, that's what I feel like. If They make me feel like I'm the idiot. <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm beat up. And I just want to see competent football. I can't see you know, nonstop interceptions or, or 
10 point games, 150 yard games, three and outs consistently. Like this is a good football team. The fans deserve more. The players deserve more. You cannot keep trotting this kid out there. And I'm hoping, hoping that we're going to see Trevor Simeon much sooner. And I think it's probably going to happen. I, I think the wheels are going to come off during the, the Chiefs game. You're going to see him come in at half and then Simeon will start from there on out. That's my, my prediction on the Simeon stuff. Uh, Greenbean, before we move over into Super Chats, and, and Matt, I want to get your thoughts real quick on Simeon. Uh, Greenbean, I'll throw it to you first, and then Matt, I'll ha- let you have the stage. Well, I'm really psyched about it. He was clearly most of our number one guy when we were talking about quarterbacks that we could bring up. I mean, I heard Simeon hundreds of thousands of times by tons of Jets fans. I've been screaming Simeon for months, right? Isn't that isn't that true? So, I mean... I, I can't even look, dude. Like we said, we're looking for top 20 quarterback play, right? That's what this team is that good. It's it's I know it's hard to see it because the quarterback has so much control over the game. But it's dude, we are good enough. Dude, if Trevor Simeon was playing, we 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 win that game. All right. Like that's the truth. And who knows what could have happened. I mean, Dallas probably beats us. We were we were not right. Uh, that whole game and and it was kind of full you know full team effort there, but we'd be two and one and we'd be like okay we got a puncher's chance and that's kind of what you want man in the front half of this schedule it's heavy duty you know we're going into the Chiefs we got the Eagles and it, it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough stretch you can come out of that with a victory or two like I said you get a puncher's chance you make it to the third round and everything can everything can change man and so. I I'm I'm not against it. I think it's all right. It's a move, and we don't know. Colt McCoy, we learned, is actually injured, and maybe Wentz is such a douche. They're just like we're not bringing Wentz in here. There's just no way. I mean, two teams uh, jettisoned him. Frank Reich, you know, they traded for Frank Reich's guy. He threw 27 touchdowns and seven picks, and they still got rid of him with his job on the line. So I mean, so that's how bad. Whatever it is that Carson Wentz is. So we don't know. I mean, maybe I, I would have loved Cam Newton. Um, truly, I was like, hey, fuck it, man. Let's let's shake up the deck, man. Throw Cam Newton in here. Let him run around. Let him do his thing. But maybe they don't want that media circus either because he does bring that. And I don't know, man. I it's like it's hard to be psyched for Trevor Simeon, but if they're talking about just hey, man, we're protecting the quarterback fairly well. We have a decent running game. Belichick's game plan is different versus Trevor Simeon than it is versus Zach Wilson. So, and and I think most defensive coordinators, while they're not playing Patrick Mahomes, they know they're not playing Zach Wilson. And if they if they commit too much on one side, Trevor Simeon can play football. He can actually play. He can see a guy running before, running right across his face, wide open like this, dude. He can see that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's hard to feel great, but it is something. And uh, I don't know. You know, Kaepernick wants to run our practice squad. I say do it. He's been out of the game for seven years. He's no, not he said he just wants to run our practice squad. I, it doesn't matter. Started? Like, that's ridiculous. Seven years out of the, I don't know. Let him run I, the practice squad. I had a, I, I did Let a Trevor Simeon video prior to hopping on here and there's a, I, I took all his stats, compiled them and did them on a per game and then extrapolated over a 17 game season just to see like what he would average. And, and if he plays to his career average, I mean, dude hasn't won a game since 2017. 
but you're looking at like 60% completion percentage, just under 4,000 yards in a 17 game season, 24 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. And that wins games for the Jets. That would be yep. a winning stat line for the New York Jets and probably our second best passing season ever, I think, as far as like a yards go. I know Namath was just over 4,000. I don't remember where where Fitz was that one year. Yeah, 39. Um, yeah, it was somewhere in there. It, it wound up being, with, with Simeons, it was like 39.84, I think, is what, what it worked out to be. Matt, I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think about Trevor Simeon? Yeah, I mean, this is not the direction that I thought they were going to go, which is kind of what Greenbean was hinting to at the start of his answer there. But this is an immediate upgrade and anyone pretending otherwise or laughing about like, oh, my God, like we were real, like Trevor Simeon, really? Oh, my God, with this. this is a, what, what do you mean? What, why are you questioning it? It is an immediate upgrade. If he started, if they signed him two weeks ago and he started on Sunday, the Jets are two and one right now. They, they won. They would have won that game against the New England Patriots. He wasn't that bad even recently i know he started the one game last year against the jets in the pouring raid and had like one touchdown one pick uh i think it was about around 60 percent completion 179 yards like that that one is already about what zach gives you if not better but the year before he started four games with the saints and 924 yards eight touchdowns three interceptions and an 86.7 quarterback rating over those four starts like that's going to win the jets games you're not really asking for a whole lot if you could come in here complete close to 60 percent of his passes even if it's 58 you take that because even that scarily is an upgrade over what zach wilson is giving you 220 yards a touchdown maybe two touchdowns in a game that should be enough to do it so while it's not a sexy name i i understand why some are you know kind of poo-pooing the idea but Again, he, he should start. As soon as he's ready, he should start because it is a big upgrade from Zach Wilson. All right. We're going to get into some super chats. JS drops into the 20 spot. Thank you so much. Uh, Aaron says, today, manifesting our expectations makes reality with a whole lot of negativity towards Zach. When Greeny says, we, uh, when Greeny was saying, we believe in Zach on stream, they scored a touchdown. Might be worth a thought going into Sunday night football. So it's, I understand the manifesting your destiny. And I do right. think that's exactly what Robert Sal is doing. He's trying to stay positive. He's not lying when he says he's starting the best quarterback because Tim Boyle, I don't think is a great option. He was here purely for the, the, the practice squad to install the offense, but now we have Simeon and now there's no excuse not to start the best quarterback. So I think Zach gets the, the start right now. We're going to back him 110%. Hopefully he he blows the doors off and he's, you know, we don't even touch Trevor Simeon. That'd be great, right? But at least we have a backup here that's capable. Matt, your thoughts. Yeah, that's not my job. The team has to play better to get my respect. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there, you know, willy-nilly and just cheer. And, you know, I'm not going to get mad if, you know, the fans are booing when the, the slop is out there. That's not on the fans to motivate these players to play better. It's on themselves. Greenbeam, what are your thoughts about manifesting a better situation? That's my whole gig, everybody. I manifest it all, baby. I don't even have any skills, and I figured out some stuff out here by manifestation. But look, I mean, it's funny, guys. They're making fun of me hard in the chat right now, these these buttholes. Paris and uh, who else did it? Some other guys. They're making fun of me for being positive. Let me just share something with you. I'm watching the game, all right? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching the Jets game. And if they roll out with Zach Wilson, he's got a jet helmet on and he's under centers accepting the ball, I'm going to be rooting for him. 
That's the way I roll. I'm not one. Like, it's one thing to hope Adam Gase loses every game so there's no way they can keep him. All right? Um, I, I can find my way into those pockets. But clearly, like, when, when we're watching the game last week, there is nobody else. You know what I mean? I I, mean, I might have benched him and put Tim Boyle in. Like, the hell, we had to screw it. But there's nobody, there's no hero. So that's the guy. So I'm going to root for him. And if I can keep doing, we had like two and a half hours left in the game or whatever. I can't, I can't stomach a thousand people all doom and gloom. I got to try something, everybody. And it worked. We got it. We got a field goal. Then we did it again. And you got a touchdown. So it worked theoretically. So, hey, yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it going. But I, I hear you, man. Like with the, you know, we are a tough bunch and we don't give a lot of time and, and that's because we've been doing this for 50 years. You know what I mean? So, you know, obviously, depending on how old we are. But the Jets as an organization, I've been doing it a long time. So it's hard to, to slow and steady and be patient. It is. It's hard. And they have to factor that in. Like, when they're doing this shit, um, in my opinion, you got to know, know what your audience is. You can't walk out to the audience in you know, in Utah, the same way you can do the audience in, in, uh, you know, Massachusetts, you got to know who you're talking to. You know what I mean? Read the room, Ryan. Exactly, man. I don't think they do a very good job of reading the room around here. Three years of really the same thing. And let's be honest. It was the preseason too, guys, while we were all kind of finding positives and now is this footwork and he scored one touchdown. It was Zach Wilson football in four games of preseason. Tim Boyle would come in and right down the field. It's like, it doesn't matter what it is. He just doesn't do it, man. And that is apparent. So we can stay positive, but it's it sure is hard, dude. But I'll keep trying. You come to the streams. You'll see. I'm going to fucking do it again. I am. I'm going to go, we believe in Zach. I'm going to do it all again. So just know that going in, man. I might have to sit with you and commiserate. I don't know if I could watch that Sunday night game by myself. <laughs> I like... I, I have a hard time even wanting to do the every throw video, like having to go back and sit and watch this thing all over again. <laughs> you poor bastard. Dude, it sucks. It's miserable. Blitzcrew comes and says, seems clear Zach can't mentally process things fast enough. If he sits for years, can pull a Gino, but not in time for this team, still against trading picks, sadly need to gear up for Aaron. It's frustrating. I don't know. Look, I, Zach's done. I don't. He's not going to be on this roster next year. There's no way. Yeah, um, no way. And I don't know what team is going to give him the light of day. I mean, maybe you you get like a, a Shanahan that's like, yeah, pff, screw it. Let's throw him on the practice squad. Let's see what happens. And like that's somewhere he could probably do all right because Shanahan's a quarterback whisperer. But, dude, I agree. It's not uh, not looking good. Uh, Matt, you think uh, Zach's done after this year here in New York? Uh, Probably. Yeah, I think probably. Uh, I, I don't see a scenario in which it ever works out here. Um, I I think it's I think it's a wrap. I think it's over. Greenbean, what about you? You think uh, last year for Zach here? Uh, honest to God, I I would think so. I thought last year was the last year for Zach. And then when they got out, I mean, it was just like, all right, well, clear. I mean, this guy's toast. I mean, when that Jaguars game happened and and zach walked up to the podium and he was just like like well what happened he's like i i, I don't know man i i just i can't i can't i have no answers for you you know what i mean like, he was even done <laughs> saying like i gotta be better right he was toast he was he was toast 
And, you know, I thought this is the end. There's no way. And here we are, dude. So I'm nervous to say it because I'll tell you what, man, manifestation works the other way too, everybody. You know, you, you know, I don't know. You jinx, I believe in jinx too. I've seen enough jinx in my life. I don't say stuff. So I'm afraid to say it, but he's, I, can we do it again? I don't know. Green Bean, our buddy from Jet Nation, Jet Engine comes in and says, yep, here to say it. You know what? LOL. He's yeah, we rubbing know it in a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> you you deserve it. it. Yeah. Oh, he, we were talking about, yeah, I guess we all know it, but Craig uh, and him were kind of going back and forth on like the, oh, if you look at like every two seconds and you pause it and you slow down the tape, oh, 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 Jet oh, Engine oh, was all oh, fired yeah. up about that. So oh, okay. Yes. That yeah, what happened, whatever cents. happened to that guy? Where where was he? He'll be in here, I'm sure. He, oh, he what was his name I forgot again? to watch. I, he Super apparently Sox. had something positive that I did not read from yesterday. I said I was going to, and I need to go back and actually read it. Uh, Blisker comes and says, sounds like the Jets made uh, Green Bean fall off the wagon. Nah, Green Bean's on the wagon. He's staying on. Hennessy yeah, says, I'm who would have... Yeah, yeah, I'm you, just you, a realist. I'm still on the wagon. Uh, Hennessy says, who would have thought we'd be back here again? Ah, dude, none of us. Jet Engine says, Zach Wilson's skill set dictates the game plan. It's the truth. Ugh. Right. Doesn't matter the OC. It doesn't, man. I'm telling you, Mike LaFleur last year, as much as we don't like his development and his interaction with the players and all, it's all very real and he should have been let go. But I'm telling you, man, we dissected his tapes every week and there were guys flying open all over the place all the time he was scheming guys open almost just about every single play zach couldn't find them and here we are again hennessy heisman says someone tell jd and salad the definition of insanity yep you're preaching to the choir my friend mudfiles comes in with a 20 dollars spot thank you dude he says i'll have a home field view of how we see zach i'll be at the game sunday night and boys so far the only thing i'm gonna enjoy is watching our defense and patrick mahomes I hope Rodgers is on the sideline on Sunday to help Zach out. Yeah, there was a comment made by by Rodgers today on the McAfee show where it's like, oh, you never know who's going to show up at the stadium, which means he's going to be in the box with Taylor Swift. That's what's going to happen. They're going to be chit chatting it up, and Jets are going to get. Uh, I just, it's hard for me to stay positive right now. Matt, what do you think? You think uh, Rodgers will be on the sideline this week? I think box. not the sideline. I think he'll be upstairs somewhere. I, I don't think he's mobile enough to be on the sideline, but you know for a damn fact they are going to have Aaron Rodgers and Taylor Swift on camera at that game on Sunday. There is no avoiding it. It is coming. They're going to Travis Kelsey have a touchdown. They'll go up 33-6. They'll pan to Taylor Swift dancing. And oh, the, we they'll just have, have the confetti. The, oh, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. And they'll be like, I guess not. Rodgers on the side. and. Like the the video of Rogers at the Taylor Swift Eras tour from earlier in the summer, we're gonna see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. Sucks, sucks. Mm -hmm. Green Bean, you think Rogers on the sideline? Not the sideline, but I'm with you. Uh, what's up, Mutt Viles? Um, but yeah, I mean, if don't forget Taylor Swift, you know, I don't think Kelsey will let her hang out with Aaron Rodgers because that's some real competition there. You know what I mean? He loves Taylor Swift. So I don't know, man. Aaron Rodgers could steal your girl. I'm just saying. He can do that. He's got that within his within his uh, little power sphere there. Kelsey's gonna be like, no, 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 you're 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 on this side of the stadium over here. Wherever Aaron Rodgers is, Taylor Swift won't be there, in my opinion. D 
dude, the energy around Taylor Swift and football right now, I actually, I like it. I'm a fan. I, I think it's cool to get more girls involved in football. I know Becca's hyped up about it and like, you know, whatever. I just wish it was our hype. Anyway, All-American Dream. Should be uh, our hype. Ah, you think it's tough now for Zach Wilson. Wait until he starts getting roasted on Twitter by millions of T-Swift fans if he plays Sunday. <laughs> I, you know what? I think the T-Swift fans are going to be like, oh, wow, the Jets quarterback's pretty good looking. That's not too bad. And at least the Chiefs are winning. I don't know if Maybe they'll, they'll like, feel bad for him. Yeah, like I think it'll be like a, a sympathy thing. I don't know. What do you think, Green Bean? Think he gets uh, roasted? I, I think that is, you know, as bad as we are, right? And as brutal and harsh and all that, we are merely a blip on the spectrum compared to what kind of audience Taylor Swift commands. And if they do dive if they really watch this because she's in the room and they see zach wilson and his doe deer-eyed bullshit that he pulls and they start going negative they're gonna his mom is gonna be wishing that he only had to deal with us they are did, brutal those you young see, little girls kelsey had uh three hundred thousand additional followers because of uh taylor swift being at the game his jersey sales. It was 1.2 million more followers. Yeah. Oh, the McAfee show said 300,000 earlier today. Well, they're no. still going. Are you talking about? Well, are you talking? Are you talking about followers? Oh, okay. Um, maybe they're talking Twitter or something like that. I don't know. It was. I know it was like really high. It was the highest viewed game. I think of, was it the season maybe with Kelsey, and uh, or maybe it was just the highest game this past week. Either way, it's crazy. There was like an eight percent or nine percent uptick in girls ages like i think it was like eight to 16 watching the <laughs> watching yeah. football it was like the only demographic that shot up compared to any other uh any other demographic yeah. i Crazy bet stuff. i i bet what's his name goodell is already deep in some sort of contract talks with her agent like oh. we just need you to show up at games dude i mean think about it just uh, 10 years ago how awful the nfl looked with women, Ray Rice, cold cock and his girlfriend and like oh, all the yeah. domestic abuse stuff, like how far it's come in the 10 years with Taylor Swift. Like it's nice. It's a breath of fresh air. Cause it's, it feels, feels good. I'll say that much. Who doesn't well, love Taylor Swift? Oh, I love T-Swizzle. I'm a Swifty. It's okay. If you got I'll a daughter it. or a wife or a girlfriend, yeah. I mean, if you don't like Taylor Swift, you're being a butthole. You really, oh, you're going to get that. You knew I was trouble when I walked in or whatever the hell that song goes. We're going to hear that. that. We're going to get a, we're gonna get a copyright. Yeah, they're gonna whack us. Demonetization. <laughs> Boom. Ryan, you're too Taylor good at singing. Play, man. <laughs> Your karaoke is on point. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Woke Hogan says, Ryan, you are hyperbolic for thinking players would want out because this team's backup quarterback plays like a backup quarterback. You're out of your mind. These guys no, have a career. What? You're telling me no, that this guy's like these players are gonna go risk their lives and careers and financial stability for Zach fucking Wilson. Woke Hogan, go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. No woke. He hasn't woke up from that take. That's exactly it. Yeah. I get what Ooh, I well, yeah. well but I get what he's saying. Zach is the backup quarterback. It's not a terrible point, but the problem is they can he's not just coming in for a game or two and playing bad. This is game one. He came in. They have all sorts of time to recreate a plan. And, and if they don't in the face of this, then they can look at the organization and say, like Matt said, malpractice, completely out of touch with reality, and I want out. 
We can see it, man. Darrell24 says, Zach is sheltered due to the relationship with JetBlue and Woody, and signing Trevor Beach over Strevler is absolute BS. This is JD giving the Jets fans a big fudge you. I hope no Jets fans show up. I don't buy that for a goddamn second. If that is, If there's any truth to that, everyone's got to go. There is no way a sponsor of the team because it's Zach's uncle should be calling any kind of shots. This is a billionaire owner. There is no way any sort of sponsorship with JetBlue. Woody's got his own plane. He doesn't need JetBlue. I think this is a bullshit take, yeah. Matt. Your thoughts. What if they're just buddies? Like, think about, Ryan, what if it's, what if me, you, and O'Leary, right? And we're, you know, we got some kids and we own billions of things. And I just say, Ryan, just keep, Mike. What's the big deal? The ticket's already sold. You already made eighteen trillion on jerseys for him. What's the big? Let's just keep my kid in there for the rest of the year. That's how they think. They don't care about us. They don't. I have a lot of tinfoil hat on the inside. I have a lot of tinfoil on the inside of that hat. I'm not buying that one. No, I won't. I won't allow for this kind of lunacy on our our airwaves. Uh, That that that's ridiculous. And Chris Strebler can't throw the ball. Did you want at least Trevor Simeon could operate an NFL offense? If you came in with any other name, it was like uh, Colt McCoy or uh, Carson yeah, Wentz, or, <laughs> yeah, or anyone else, right? I would have been like, I would have maybe like let this one go, but to, to be like, ah, no, he, Zach Wilson's here because of the relationship with JetBlue, and also, by the way, they should have brought Strebler back. Kick rocks, man, get out of here. Take a long walk off a short pier. Boom. That's right. That's uh, right. You know what? I'll do this. I'll, I'll, I'll do the do the good one. Here we go. Listen, you're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Leo comes in. Lucky Leo says, "Why we did not re-sign Mike freaking White is beyond me. I've we've been so uh, we would have been so fine. That kid is fearless. We had him shameful." It hurts, right? Like, if you knew Rodgers was going to go down, you have to have a backup quarterback. You're assuming he's going to play all 17 games the entire year. And look, Mike White, he's from Florida. He he knows that he's going to play second fiddle to the number two overall draft pick. The Jets had $10 million in dead cap if they decided to cut him. It just was not in the cards, unfortunately. You know, with hindsight being 2020, maybe you pull some sort of weird switcheroo. But the, the locker room was clearly behind Mike White, and they wanted to try and kind of clear that out a little bit for better or worse. And now it's, you know, it is for worse now. Cause I would much rather see Mike white under center than anyone else that we've had uh, recently. Matt, your thoughts on Mike white. Has he made it through a game without getting injured? That's another one. Like when he's on the field, he's fine, but he's got, he got hurt like four times in the seven games. Six. he played. Six. Right. Like that's what I mean. Like I, again, when he was on the field, fine. Great. Yes. But injury and availability is a major factor in this how could you be like uh the guy had cracked ribs he had to leave the game against the the Bengals. he uh, he got hurt against the bills last year uh he obviously wasn't right in seattle and re-hurt himself like there's just so many examples of him getting hurt and he wasn't good enough to look past all of those things is he better than zach wilson yes is he better than trevor simeon also probably yes but he would be hurt in three weeks and you'd be right back to zach wilson again right right I mean, right. Didn't we learn? I mean, that's the whole thing. I get it. And I'm all about the just whatever Mike F and white was, was good enough to win games. And just like, you know, we saw Minnesota, the drop pass and some other weird play called, but we, we won that game. Like we had it right. We had that game to a good team. 
And we saw what Mike White can do, you know, 400 yards and 300 yards here. And But just like Matt said, dude, he has not – I don't think he played more than one full game for us. So how good is that? Like, what – we already know. It was two years of it. We saw – remember, he came in in 2021. We had the miracle game where he got – his jersey got brought into the Hall of Fame. The next week, he goes out, throws a beautiful touchdown in the Colts game, and he was done. He broke his finger. He was out. And then we had to see Josh Johnson, who came in and threw for 330 in three quarters, by the way. Uh, Same offense, everyone. Um, You know, then he gets hurt, and Zach's back. You know what I mean? So the whole thing. But it's like, then Mike White has had numerous opportunities with this team. He cannot stay healthy. Now coming in as a backup when the when the when the uh, the Broncos are already in fuck this mode, you know they they yeah. want to go home. 48, 59, 62. They're like, dude, please end. You know what I mean? He comes in and he's tossing the ball around. Like, okay, he'll he'll, he'll do that for you. But if he's asked to start two three games max and he's out. Got Woke Hogan in here. Says, which contending team is making the playoffs without their franchise quarterback this season was a wash from the moment Rodgers went down, get over it. Well, we all knew it. That was like, as soon as Rodgers went down, all of us put our hands in our head and we're just like, this is awful. There's not one Jet fan that was like, oh yeah, no, we're still going to the Super Bowl. You were hoping just for like success. You were hoping to try and make the playoffs. You were five and one with Zach the year before when he had a healthy offensive line and a healthy running back. Matt, your thoughts. Yeah, which contending team is making the playoffs without their franchise quarterback? That you're you're telling me that with this defense they can't win nine games if you get the 25th best quarterback play in the league? Like we we saw we see teams make the playoffs with bad quarterbacks all the time, but it's because they have you know unbelievable uh, defenses. Uh, Matt Moore started a freaking playoff game not that long ago. Uh, the 2017 Jaguars a perfect example with. Uh, Blake Bortles. Uh, again, I'm not saying that the Jets could be Super Bowl contenders with, you know, insert veteran backup here, but there's no reason that they can't win eight, nine games because of just how good this defense is. Creamy, what do you think? What quarterback uh, or what team makes the playoffs without a franchise quarterback? Um, well, I mean, just I think Matt just nailed it. I mean, and like, again, like, dude, our defense did this all last year. And they're ugly, and there are time, there are broken plays. We see it, right? But again, when the formula is three and out defense, three and out defense, like they're going, dude, they can't be out there all day. And any legitimate offense is going to get you, right? And we saw it. We saw it last week. We saw it all last year. So if we can just have a quarterback, think about this, just a quarterback that can get you 17 points consistently oh. maybe a little more you know what i mean with this defense i mean last year i think our our average was like what 19 points or something along those 20 points but there were numerous games and all we needed was one more everybody one more we made the playoffs last year one more i was talking so, to richie yesterday and we were talking about how if the jets had i think it was 20 if they averaged 20 points a game over the last two seasons the jets would be like i think it was like 18 and three it was something stupid. yeah it's ridiculous. Insane. It's, yeah, it's twenty three points, and it was I think it was fifteen and three in in the in the eighteen games or something crazy like that. But yeah, twenty three points. Not asking a lot. That's league average. That's absolutely wild. 
absolutely wild. Yankee Jets fan or Yankee fan says Tiki hates the Jets. Yes, he does. Jonathan Moore, what's up, dude? Says my three-month-old Shay cried at a pick of Zach Wilson today. My, I, I said it on the halftime show uh, during the game. Shay was playing with one of these 10 foot long iPhone chargers that was sitting there and she's like looping it around her and she's sucking on the end of it. I was like, no, 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 no. I understand you're watching the Jets, but like you got more to live for than that. <laughs> the damn Jets cannot have you doing this at 15 months old. Blitzcrew comes in and says one in five people have hit the milk thumbs. Boys and girls, we have close to 700 people in this live stream right now. We only have 141 likes. If you're upset and frustrated like us and you want to show it, let this video get out to the masses. Let other people see it. Hit the like button. It goes a long way. Yeah, uh, Blitz crew. Yeah, our boy. Sam Aiken drops in with a 10 spot, says, at what point are Jets fans going to demand higher standards? Mike White is the definition of mediocrity. I think it's the, it's the you know, the, the backup quarterback that took his lumps and he took those big shots in the game. There, there's, there, I understand the love affair with Mike White, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I want at least better than league average. That's what I want to see. Greenbean, your thoughts. You think the Jets need to demand higher uh, standards than Mike White? Well, here's the thing. Um, yes is my answer, and I agree with what you just said. But Sam is right. Um, dude, when all... <laughs> I, I can't say it that way. Okay, well, let me refashion. I was going to go. No, <laughs> I, I no, really want to hear what you were going to nope, say. Nope, nope, nope. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, I'll tell you guys after the stream if we remember, but it's bad. Um, so um, it would, <laughs> it was going to get us in trouble. So uh, I got to be careful. Um, but like the standards is a real thing, man. It's like, you know, you know, I, I had another bad one. Um, it's just our, when you, when we've had, Literally some, I mean, dude, Sam was the 31st and 32nd quarterback in the league too for a few years. So we've had five, six straight years of abysmal quarterback play. Mike White came in. Don't forget. Remember the first game? What, what, what? It was the, um, it was the, the Titans game. He won that game by hitting dump offs. Remember that? We were like, oh my God. Oh no, you're talking about that's the Bengals. All you got to do. Like it was that's all. It was like 400 right? something yards. That, 400 fucking yards because of that. But it's like, dude, because our standards have been lowered, all we want is competitive football. Now, this year was supposed to be a legitimate Super Bowl, uh, you know, contending year. Play, get playoffs mandated almost, right? It was like we were we were guaranteed, so to speak. And here we are again. So it's like when when you take such a hit to the head, like all you want is for the bat to be put down. I don't care. I'll take whatever. I don't. I don't need anything. I just want the bat to stop. Uh, that, if that stops, I'll take whatever is left. I please just stop the, with the bat. So that's where we are. So when Mike White comes in and gives you that, you know, you you're like that's all I need. I don't. I don't want the world, God. I just want that. I just need. I just need a you know a, a car that doesn't break down. It's all I ask. You know that kind of a thing. So it is sad. It's sad. But shit, man, when you're this low, you just want to take a step forward. And and I don't think I, I get it because I'm right there, too. I just want the top 20. I want top 20 quarterback play. That's all I'm asking. A Dudu comes in with a 10 spot, says, I know it's early as hell in the season, but at this point, it just about 
damage control and keeping the team together, right? Obviously we want to win, but what are realistic expectations now? I mean, for me, it's keeping the locker room together. I don't care. Like the win loss record could almost go out the window for me. I like, I'm not, I'm not quite to that point yet. I'm hoping we, you know, can get to the bye week at three and three in some miracle fashion. But for me, it's, it's keeping Garrett around. It's keeping Brees around. It's getting by this year. And like, just make me entertained on Sunday. I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time for three and a half hours. That's what I want to have. Matt, your thoughts. Yeah, I think I want to evaluate the rest of the roster, which is just something you can't do with Zach Wilson. You could evaluate what you have and, you know, how good of a play caller is Nathaniel Hackett. And you're right, like just for morale, it makes so much sense to switch the quarterback. But I don't even want to. And I'm, I saw it in the comments and I'm sure we're going to get questions on it, too. But I don't want to have a tank discussion. This team needs to win games. The, the GM, the coach and this team needs to put wins on the table and build momentum going into 2024 when Aaron Rodgers is coming back. They're not taking for a quarterback. It doesn't make any sense. Aaron Rodgers is returning next year. They're going to go forward in 2024, but you need to get some experience and a winning freaking culture under this belt, under their belt this year. Blazing MMA comes in, says the Jets locker room is a forest and Zach Wilson is a match. I'm scared Zach is going to burn down the forest all because Salad doesn't want to bench Zach. All it takes is one match to burn a forest. Look, I understand where you're coming from, but that's why they brought in Trevor Simeon. I think he is the wet blanket that could put out that fire that Zach Wilson starts. At the very least, you have someone that can, you know, get the ball to an open receiver. He doesn't have to play great. He just has to play like the 20th ranked quarterback in the NFL. And it's hoping that we can get to that point in time. Uh, Jet Engine comes in, says manifesting is about as real as the Easter Bunny. Stop it. Nah, I believe in manifesting, dude. If you if you Jet absolutely Engine. keep telling yourself something over and over, like if you tell right. yourself you're a piece of shit, you're a human, you know, waste of garbage and everything, you are going to perform right. worse. Hundred percent. Let me give you. You can you can speak to this. Yeah, Not that you're saying that you're a garbage me. person. I feel, I feel <laughs> attacked. Thank you, Ryan, for supporting. Um, but this is, let me give you two things. Number one, there's a saying I love, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Okay. That's a big one. I, I live by that. And I've given it to thousands of others. The other one is this jet engine. If you're listening to this, life is about frequencies and, and vibration. It's all real. And I'm going to give you the exact way that you're going to now know it's real. If you fight this, you're, you're just being stubborn. Okay. I've known you for a long time, and I know that you have the potential to be stubborn. So I hope that you open up a little bit for this. If you have a radio, right, you got the little turn dial like I had in the 70s, and there's radio stations, right? You put on 97.1, and they're playing whatever they play, and they're telling you everything that they're telling you, and that's reality, right? That's reality. It's, it's, it's in the air. You can hear it. Does that mean that 105.5 doesn't exist or does it mean that you need a tool to change the frequency so you can receive what's being sent out on that wavelength? Tell me, are they both not real? If you choose 971's it, 1055's bullshit, then that's you, then believe it. But I'm over here on 1055 listening to the Taylor Swift marathon, and you, my friend, are missing out. So there you go. All right. That, it's all real, dude. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautifully yeah, said. Thank you. I really thank enjoyed you. that.
Boogie Down Bronx says, what's up, fellas? Going to be real hard to make the playoffs with the worst quarterback situation in the whole NFL. Not giving up on my team. Go Jets. Matt, would you say the Jets have the worst quarterback room in the NFL? I don't think it's remotely close. Yes. Mm. All American. All American? American. American. I would also like to add, Bauden has more touchdowns than Hall and Cook kill me. Oh. Oh, that's a terrible. Yeah, I have Brees on like multiple fantasy teams, and I see Bauden run in for the touchdown. I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> Brees is the no, reason I'm losing all it? my games. Really, Zach's the reason that I'm losing all my games. Coach Sally can't blame Brees too too much, but ah, uh, I feel you. It's frustrating, Matt. How'd you feel when you saw Bauden running in? My dad like woke up out of his half sleep when the fullback went in. That was like anyone over the sorry, Green Bean. I'm gonna rope. Yeah, you it's in all right. This. I'm in there. But, of okay. anyone over the age of 50, that was like their wet dream moment. It was like, oh my God, we're back to real football, baby. Let's go. <laughs> but good good for good for Bauden. That was that was cool to see him get into the end zone. Hennessy comes and says, What will we see more? Taylor Swift or first downs? Oh man, that's a burn and a half if I've ever had to say one. I'm gonna say <laughs> I mean, if Simeon comes in, we might see more first downs, but I think it's definitely gonna be T Swift. On national TV, they're gonna show her as much as possible. So the girls watching are gonna be pumped up and excited and stay tuned in i think it's t swift more than first downs as much as i hate to say it uh green bean what do you think t swift or first downs uh i'm gonna um it's tuesday night so the positivity is not wednesday is my day to like kind of shift but i have a hard time saying it but i think taylor swift is definitely going to be shown more than we see first downs sad sorless comes in and says, this team needs to stop with their unwavering loyalty to league vets who can't play. We need Rucker, Carter, Hardman not playing Uzama, Cook, Cobb. Matt, you think uh, you agree with Sorless here? Yes, on, on all three of those uh, guys. The, Jeremy Rucker needs to play. He's your best blocking tight end. Um, and CG Uzama, although Uzama did look better as a run blocker against the Patriots. I will give him that, but he was abysmal against the Cowboys. Michael Carter has significantly more juice than Dalvin Cook. Um, I, I think we need to apologize to Michael Nania because people were killing him for his Dalvin Cook takes, and he was clearly correct. Uh, and Michael Hardman uh, absolutely needs to be on the field. Cobb played 73% of the snaps on offense this past week. Hardman had 3%. He played two plays. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous, dude. It's absurd. Boogie Down Bronx says, I'm pretty sure Zach will suck in Miami. Uh, so so through UG? Really? I don't know what that means. Thank you, Boogie Down Bronx. Uh, Ryan King hops in with a 10 spot. Ryan King says, Zach plays like he has one. Zach plays like he had like he was the one that had that bad concussion that Tua had with the weird fingers. And Jones with the other nut shot. What a dirtbag. Dude, Daniel Jones, I think, is the dirtiest player in the NFL right now. I mean, I'm sure Max there maybe Jones? there's what did I say? I think you've said Daniel, but Daniel. I okay. No, I'm not Daniel Jones. Sorry, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. He's like hit at least two dudes in the dick. I think it's three. And he's also like twisted dudes' ankles after like interceptions or fumbles or whatever. This guy's a piece of shit. I think he's a, a, a class A garbage. I don't know. Matt, what do you think? Uh what do you think of Mac Jones? Uh, he definitely, he definitely nut tapped, uh, sauce Gardner caught on, on tape hashtag confirmed. I, I don't, I wasn't going to call for him to get suspended like that. That seems a little much like, I don't know if you saw the tweets, it's like Mac Jones, not getting suspended for his aunt. And it was like, okay. Like, I don't think that was suspension worthy, but it's just like, 
I don't know. He seems like the the villain in those uh, cheesy sports movies where like the high school jock bully, like, you know, like that. That's Mac yep. Jones. Like, like, like not really anything to yeah. be like proud of. He's just sort of like a, I don't know, not a dweeb, but he's like that guy that like everyone just doesn't like. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was on the, the AFC's thing the other day and we were talking about the draft class when we took Zach and I was like, look, I, Mac Jones is the second best quarterback in that draft and there's no way I'm drafting him. Like the, you, you can't yeah. talk me into drafting Mac Jones. He's, he's, I don't think, I think he's hot garbage uh, just as much as, you know, anyone else. Named he's better Zach than Zach. Him. Yeah, I know. I know. It's true. Our Biv comes in. Yeah, you're positive. right, though, Matt. But Matt nailed it, though. He's Biff. He's the blonde <laughs> there douchebag in every yeah. ski yeah, 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 yeah. in the 80s. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, where our heroes, like some kid from Brooklyn, and he's out on the slopes. He just wants to get a summer job, and Biff is just takes it personally and doesn't like him and wants to ruin his life. And at the end, they race the K2, and our guy wins. That's Mac Jones. It's, it's crazy. That's a great example, Matt. Our spot comes in. Spot the lie. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. There he is. That's Mac Jones, baby. (laughs) Biff. Our Biv comes in, says, positive note, Simeon probably never played with an offense this talented. I'd have to go back and look, but this Jets team is talented, so I I would tend to agree. Blitzcrew says, if Zach can't sack up for Taylor Swift and her fans, nothing can motivate him. Agreed. Lucky Leo comes in and says, Garrett Wilson saying today that they have to do a better job getting open. Wow, the lies. What the hell is going on? They're supporting their guy. That's what they're doing. Yep. That's what we honestly should want to see. Like, I don't want to see the media rip everyone apart. But I mean, at this point, we've we've been told so much bullshit for so long. It's just like, yo, you got to stop the bleeding at some point. Uh, Michael Gonzalez comes in and says, not re-signing Mike White or another veteran backup was so wrong. We definitely should have had some type of uh, of backup brought in here prior to, uh, or at least as soon as Rodgers went down. The main catch joins the OnlyFans again. Two months. Thank you, dude. Much appreciated. Uh, yes. Jason comes in and says, if Trevor can get us to 23 points per game, we can win 10 out of 11 games. We have rolled back the clock with functional nfl football yeah we definitely want uh some scoring of points i'm I'm done seeing this like 1950s style of like no points scored whatsoever the nfl is literally made to score points it's made for entertainment purposes and the jets just didn't get the memo at this point uh cali gonna drops in with his first super chat and then follows it up with one with a comment on it thank you so much he says kaepernick to the practice squad couldn't hurt Look, I, I guess it letter. couldn't hurt, but but he's also seven years out of the league. Like, I <laughs> maybe he's better than Zach Wilson. Anyway, I I don't know, Matt. What do you think, Kaepernick to the squad? Well, did you? See, I think he's bringing this up. I don't know if you guys saw the letter that he wrote to uh, Joe Douglas. Uh, I appreciate him reaching out and writing that letter to him. And I just, again, not justifying what happened to him or saying what happened to him was right or wrong, but it's been what is it? Six, seven years now he's had a league. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's too long. He's been gone for too long. NY jets 24 drops in with the 20 spot. Thank you, dude says I'm sick and t-. you know, we haven't even done any of the freeze things either. We should do some of the freeze. Things I know. I key. I told the first guy you can freeze somebody, you know, I forgot. So freeze NY me. jets Choke 24, me. if you want to freeze one of the three of us, any $20 super chat that comes in, you get to freeze someone. Uh, I'm going to freeze green bean as an example. While I talk about this, I'll throw it to Matt first. Just, just so you know what's going on. 
I'm sick and tired of WFAN, ESPN, Namath being Jet Bashers. Remember, everyone loved Joe Douglas when he had a great 2022 draft. I believe Kansas City and Philly game will be tough. After the bye, the Jets will roll and make the playoffs. It's going to be tough. You cannot lose to Denver. That's the big one. Like, if you no. get to two and four, maybe you stand some kind of a shot at getting in. I mean, that is a long shot at this point. But you got to at least get to get that Broncos game. And, dude, I I don't know. Matt, where, where are you on this whole uh, Jet Basher thing? Like, do you, like, are you upset with WFAN, ESPN, and Namath about, like, kind of airing their stuff out for everyone to hear? I, I'm not particularly big on some of the programming coming out over there right now. I think some of it's a little clickbaity. Namath went in, um, and I, I think he's just frustrated with it, man. Like, they, people are frustrated, and they want answers. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think you could be like, I'm sick and tired of the Jets bashing when they continue to trot out a, a quarterback who has no business being you know, playing games like they deserve to be criticized for that. You just can't say everything's fine and dandy and act like everything's okay. Greenby, what about you? You think, uh, are you upset with the way ESPN, WFAN and Namath are kind of airing out their grievances with the team? No, I don't necessarily agree with everything like Namath was saying. They all need to go. And I, you know, I don't know, but I, I don't, so I don't have to necessarily agree with all that, um, but no, he's got every right, dude. And like, even Aaron Rodgers comments back, uh, in like in response to that on uh, McAfee, saying, you know, I think everybody needs to support. Aaron Rodgers is brand new, man, and all he's received is sunshine and rainbows. Now he's earned it as far as how he's held himself here, but he doesn't know. So like, I get it, and if he was there, I think he would be containing some of these things. And I don't, I don't, I think we're at least two and one if Aaron Rodgers is here. Um, so, you know, a lot of that, who knows, right? But I think, uh, no, man, I'm not really, I think the Jets deserve every bit of heat that they're getting. Now, we don't see everything. Like, let's say, for example, we want Rucker, we want Nicole Hardman. Maybe Nicole Hardman doesn't know the offense. I mean, just, I mean, hypothetically, right? Like maybe, like maybe we don't know some things. Maybe McDonald's not quite ready. He's struggling with some things in practice and, and they don't want to put him out there. It's like Tipman all off season was a bust. He played his first game. He was a rock star. So like, and it's game three, right? So maybe some of these guys need a minute, you know what I mean? And, and maybe they're doing the right thing by, by some, so we don't know all those details, but like we've been saying, if the team is is firing on on most cylinders and you got this quarterback that just can't do it, like something has to happen. If that's bringing someone in, you know, uh, September 11th, the I mean, dude, when Aaron Rodgers went down, Joe Douglas should have been like, boop, 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 boop. You know, he's yep. right there. He should have had somebody in 48 hours because now we're ready to go if Zach shits the bed in KC. There's no way Trevor Simeon's starting this game, number one. It's unlikely that he comes in. In my opinion, he'll most likely be inactive this game. Um, and then we'll we'll see where he goes heading into week five. But, um, you know, so I, I think they deserve it, dude. And I think they sh they need to hear it. Did you guys hear the, the – th there was a tweet today about some player threw a ball at Salah's head today. Did you hear that? I like that see that practice. I didn't hear that. No, it's from a legit. I mean, the guy who posted it is legit. Let me show you guys. I'll I'll put it in the, the flap jabber. 
Okay. No, you can you, you can pay for blue check marks now. No, 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 no. This is a guy. It's not. I know it's a blue check. Yeah, that's why I don't have one. I refuse. I, I wound up doing pro- it. I wanted the longer video that I could post. Yeah, yeah, the longer video comes in handy. I'm very excited to see this tweet. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to get it for you guys because you're so sexy. Hold on. Where is it? There it is. What's the guy's name? Wesley Steinberg. You guys know who that is? Maybe if I saw the profile picture. I don't always remember the names. Here, Matt. Or Ryan, I'm just going to send it to you. Okay, on Twitter. How's that sound? You should put it in the the chat, the private chat we got going. And then, oh, it's on your phone. I got gotcha. you. I can do it. Hold hold on. I'm just a cumbersome old man, so it takes me a second. You gotta. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta think. I'm oh. like, all right. What's the What's <laughs> the <okay>. pathway? <laughs> How do I change this PDF file? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dude, I do um, it all day, man. I need to. I need to think. That's all. While you do that, I'm just going to go through a few more Super Chats. Uh, Scott says, Aaron won't be here next year. If the Jets don't stick with Zach, I'm not sticking up for Zach. It just, uh, It's just a feeling I'm having. I mean, Rodgers is going to be here next year. He's not leaving $35 yeah. million on the table, and he's not you know, walking away after that. And I don't think the Jets can trade him at all, Like if that were any kind of conversation. Uh, the main catch says, love you guys. Let's go. Go, Trevor. Go, defense. Main catch, I like that you're supporting the team. Phil says, Boy Green interview, uh, Garrett Wilson, wow, uh, super high character, crazy talented, reminds me of Curtis Martin, didn't know name, uh, didn't throw Namath under the bus, dude is a special cat, proud he's a Jet. Yeah, I'm really excited. I hope he wants to stay a Jet. That's my biggest concern. I didn't know he interviewed him. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Uh, sure. Come on, Green Bean. There's no way that you're, <laughs> you actually just did the Stephen A. Smith thing. <laughs> what a JPEG <laughs> What I do? It's not a link. Yes, yes, you guys can't see the private chat, but Green, <laughs> Green Bean copy and pasted. I no no no. I just screenshotted it. He he tried to put a screenshot in a chat that doesn't focus on that doesn't work with that's pictures. A, that's really funny. It says well, image <laughs> under image underscore c <laughs> dot JPEG. It's fucking JPEG, dude. Come on, open that shit. I, I, <laughs> Blitz crew comes in. No tanking, but would like to see Izzy get some time over Cook and Gibson, over Cobb, Ruckert as tight end one, Tipman at center, Mitchell at either tackle or guard. I like the current iteration of our offensive line right now as it's currently constructed. I think this is the best five you could put out there right now. Um, of course, I'd love to see, you know, AVT kick inside, Tipman kick the center, and Mitchell on the right-hand side, but I think right now, I think is uh, the best line that we could put out in front of our quarterback. Uh, MC Lean says if Hyman can be number or Simeon, that's Hello. what I'm saying. If Simeon, I was like, oh, what the hell am I talking about here? Uh, if Simeon can be 28 to 30th quarterback, we'll make the playoffs. I think we need a little bit better than that. Craig says, Ryan, did you get my comment about the uh, my all 22 review? I did not. Oh, I, I mentioned it early in the stream. I need to go back and watch it. And you you put it on yesterday's video, so I gotta. I'll go back there. I promise. Uh, Sam comes in and says, any chances of a trade with the Vikings? I do think that the Kirk Cousins thing is not off the table. I think there's a realistic shot. If the Jets can get to three and three, which puts us at our bye week, then I think the Jets will make a move for Cousins. I think if we're at two and four, I'm not Never. sure if that trigger is pulled. I think there's a, right. a, a, a potential 
way that that could work out. I don't think having Simeon prevents you from getting a better quarterback. I just don't think the Jets want to invest in that if they can't at least get to that point. Um, that's my gut feeling. Greenbean, you look like you had something to say. Yeah, it's in there, you bunch of balonies. It's in the, the, the uh, <laughs> real quick. Uh, if oh no no gone, you you can no. You think I think the there's a zero chance. Zero. Darrell says, if we draft a quarterback in round one, I will take it all back. I actually, if the Jets wind up with a top 10 pick, I think they are going to take a quarterback at this point. I've been pretty steadfast against it because of the whole Aaron Rodgers coming here and all the assets going towards him. But I think at this point, if we are in a position to get a franchise quarterback, this is different than when the Packers drafted Love, right? The Packers were in the NFC title game. They traded up to get Love rather than giving Rodgers a wide receiver like a T. Higgins or something like that. And then, then he goes on a tear and he has like all his gas left in the tank. Right now he's coming off a major injury and the Jets like, they know. They can, they, if they draft a quarterback in the first round, you can sit him for three years. Let Rodgers play as many years as he wants and then bring in the rookie, right. you know, two years after that. I, I could live with that if you bring like Bakhtiari in as left tackle, if you sign like a wide receiver. It depends what you do in free agency, I think, overall. Um, all right, let me see what, what Green Bean's posting over here. This is a shit poster if I've ever seen one. All right, I'm not even going to open it. <laughs> Good open conversation. It. The nope. tweet before that is, I'm being told senior players and leaders for the Jets are arranging a protest at the facility if Zach Wilson is not replaced as their starting quarterback. They may even refuse to practice if the situation is not resolved. Yeah, I don't buy it. Uh, John Nalty says, we as Jet fans are so deflated that this token move for Simeon was a ray of sunshine, but Sal will never bring him in. He's too impressed with Zach's footwork and improvement. I think they'll play Simeon. I think they definitely will. I think I think Sal yeah. is saying the company line and he's doing all the right things. And it's just, it's frustrating because as fans, you just want him to say like, just, just tell us, like, just tell us that Zach sucks. It's okay to say it. Don't put the blame on everyone else. I'm just worried that like the locker room's frustrated. So I, I mean, I definitely think we're going to see Simeon. Greenbean, you think we're seeing Simeon or you think Sal is going to be stubborn? Um, I think we're going to see Simeon. I know that I was in a conversation uh, in the chat with Billy. He thinks there's no way that this is just a pacification move. I could see that, but I think there's just no way. It's not even so much about us. It's about the locker room, like you were just mm -hmm. saying. I think we saw Michael Carter and who, you know, and Garrett Wilson, who, I mean, dude, they're young guys. They're, they've been here a minute now. It's like they see it's like, all right, how long am, are you going to expect me to stand in the toilet before there's a so like, how long do you want me to do this? You know, so we're already seeing cracks in in uh, in week three. So I don't think that it'll take too long. If is my Internet going out, if no, Zach. The stream, then something's up. Um, if Zach is really bad in KC. I think uh, I think we see Trevor Simeon. Sky C comes in. Going to jump the line real quick. Uh, hey, Ryan, Matt, and Greenbean, even though we signed Simeon, do you think JD will still go after a quarterback at the trade deadline? I choose not to freeze any of you guys. I appreciate that. Um, I do oh. think even though we have Simeon, I think there is definitely a chance that Cousins comes over here. And here's the thing, right? Like the, the Vikings are going to get a 2025 fifth round pick for Cousins if he walks at the end of the season. They already said they're not extending him. They've let Dalvin Cook go, Eric Kendrick go, uh, Adam Thielen go. They're clearly on another path. Right now, they currently own, and it's still early, they currently own the number two overall pick. The Bears own the first pick and the fourth pick. They know 
that if they continue to have Kirk out there, they will start winning games. And I think it's a matter of, do you want to have your division rival get the quarterback that they want? And then I think there's also some part of it where if they trade Cousins to the Jets, then at least it's hurting the Packers' second-round draft pick that we gave up for Rodgers. And then on the other side of things, I think with Kirk, yeah, like, what is it going to be? You, you can't give the first-round pick, this is what I'm being told. The first or second-round pick this year, obviously it's going to be a second-round pick because Rodgers isn't playing, but the first-round pick is tied up in escrow until the 36% goes past to uh, trigger that second-round pick. So the, the Vikings can't even get the first this year. So at best, you're talking maybe a first in 2025, but I don't think the Jets are going to even have to give up that. I think you could, if the Vikings are like, you know, 0-4, 0-5, maybe there's a situation where a third-round pick this year gets it done, so that way they don't have to wait for a 2025 fifth-round pick. That's all I'm saying. Matt, you think there's any shot that a trade happens at the deadline? Yes, and I'll give you another name, too, even. Ryan Tannehill, someone that the Jets are supposedly very interested in, and if the Titans continue to struggle, they have two young quarterbacks in Willis uh, and Levis, or... Yeah, right. Will, yeah, Malik it, Willis and yeah, Malik and, Willis and, and, and Levis. Sorry, they're two, the names are too, too similar, similar. So I was like, wait, I definitely just blended them together. But no, I was right um, that maybe they could turn to. So who knows? They might make another addition, and he would probably be cheaper. And again, you're, the Jets are you're asking for a marginal upgrade. You, you don't you have like Stockholm syndrome here. We're just asking for a little bit better. Greenby, what about you? You think there's a chance the Jets make a trade at the deadline? Um, well, I mean, I, yeah, there's definitely a chance. I would, I would hope that it doesn't have to be a quarterback. Um, I think Trevor Simeon sad to say, guys, I think that that's the guy, you know, I just, like, again, I mean, I think if we're going to trade Tannehill makes more sense to me than Kirk cousins only because I feel like he'll be cheaper as far as capital and, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't know what Joe Douglas is going to want to give up um, heading into next year without a second already. And um, so I, I don't know, man. Um, I think it's very possible, but I'm thinking more somebody to kind of round out the roster. But I don't know. It's going to be – I'm, I'm slap happy, dude. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I really don't. I'm all beat up. Tyler Calhoun comes in, dropping a 20 spot, Ooh. says – been watching all you guys forever and my go-to while playing video games. Oh, awesome. Ryan, congrats on the newborn. Thank you, thank you. Going to be the uh, going to be a first-time dad here soon, and I'm nervous but excited. Go Jets, but my heart can't take much more of this. Tyler, congratulations. Very excited. It has changed my life and the way I think about things. I was very much like a grind, 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 grind on work kind of thing. And then once I had my first kid in Shay, I was like, okay. I want to be around a little bit more. And it, it, it definitely switches your mindset on certain things. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of long nights and everything. But I uh, I very much enjoy everything about it. Green Bean, your thoughts on, on being a dad? Well, here's the thing. You just got to know you're going to suck and you'll be and, and, and you're going to make mistakes. And, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you never did it before. It's like they say experience is the, is the thing you earn that you get right after you needed it. Right. So, uh, that's being a dad. I mean, I, you know, I'm going into my, my first, my, literally my son team Bean, uh, in the mail today, just got his learner's permit. Ooh, so oh I my God. He's got, he's got an ID. This is a little baby. He's a baby to me. And it's like, he's got a mustache. He's got a goatee. 
Did I tell you guys he looks old, right? So he keeps getting accused of being a pedo, like on all his little. He's like, he's talking to some 15 year old girl. He's 15. And, and they're like, Hey, get out of here, old man. You know what I mean? What are you doing here? You're pedophile. And it's like, so it's like, it's just weird. Like, so every phase of it, you never did it before. And then my daughter, and then I have a daughter. She's a whole different thing, dude. I don't even, I, everything I learned from my son, it, dude, it's completely out the window with my daughter. Nothing applies. Nothing. So it's just one of those things. You're going to love it. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's the reason that I'm going to die young. So, it, or, you know, I've already made it to 50, but younger than I would have if I didn't have kids. Just the way it is, man. It's a give and take, but good for you. You're going to you're gonna be great. You're going to be as great as any of us are. So, congrats, my friend. I love it. Populating the world. One more Jet fan, I hope. Uh, Craig comes in and says, it's on your all-pass video, only seven plays in no sucking. Okay, Craig, I'll take a look at it. Uh, Gangreen says Jones goes well with Belichick. Yes, I agree. Kicking guys in the dick and cheating on uh, football. Uh, Neam Laster says seems like quarterback Colin Kaepernick would like to be added to the practice squad. A letter was written to Joe Douglas and he's been training for years. Thoughts? I, I He's been out of the league so long. I just I'm not about it. I feel like he's similar to and I, I don't mean necessarily from a skill standpoint, but he feels very similar to Tebow where it's just a circus that comes in with them as opposed to like actually being helpful and like, you know, helping with the practice. I, I, I don't get that feeling, Matt. Is that kind of your feel as well? Yeah. And that sounds really harsh to say it that way, but it, you're, you're right. Like it, that adds, there's just an extra layer there. Um, and that's, I think part of the reason why he's been out of the league for so long. I'm not saying it's right, but the longer this thing goes on, the harder it is to justify putting him on a roster. Douglas comes in and says part of Mac Jones will be played. Part of Mac Jones will be played by William Zabka. I don't know what that means. Billy Zabka. Isn't that um, the, the, uh, the one from the karate kid, the villain from oh. the karate kid. Oh, no. Oh, Johnny. Got that. oh, wait, the new karate kid. No, no. Is it the actor? I oh. Think, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Johnny? I'm not sure. Let's take a look. Yeah, Johnny Karate. Johnny Karate. Billy Zabka. I think Biff was my favorite one. That was was Billy Zabka. Oh, my God. That's great. (laughs) Take out the knee, Johnny. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. There it is. Put him in a body bag. Rich comes in and says, I want to see the Chiefs game. Uh, where Hackett says, Zach, this is it. Give it all. Make mistakes. Go crazy. Give me me, Cole, and Ruckert, and let's just see. Dude, I really want to see, like, against the Chiefs, fuck it. It's the last time we're going to see Zach as a starting quarterback. Let him run wild. Let him throw the ball all over the yard. Screw it. I don't care. Make mistakes. Let's see what happens. I don't expect us to win anyway. My season's in the shitter. (laughs) I I just want to be entertained for a little bit here. Greenman, you want to see Zach uncork one? Dude, I'm telling you, they got to stop playing conservative with him. If there's, I mean, I don't think it's going to work to the degree that we ever hoped Zach Wilson would be for us, but it's the only chance of doing anything. Just let him air, just air it out. Maybe they are saying, why didn't you throw? We gave you deep routes. Maybe that's the, maybe that's one of the issues. He's just terrified and gun shy and all that, but I'm with you, man. Just like open it up and dump it. Just dump it, dude. See what he does with it. 
Ron Weiss pops in. Thank you, dude. Says, hey, fellas, I would give my left pinky to go back to training camp and start the season again. I don't think A-Rod would go for Cousins coming in here. I look, I, I know he wouldn't, but at the same time, you're allowing Cousins to walk at the end of the season. It's not like he's going to be here beyond that. I think it's probably a conversation you do have with Rodgers at some point. Like, hey, look, this is where we're at right now. What do you think? And like... I would hope Douglas makes the best move for the team. And I think Cousins is playing currently like, I mean, it's got to be close to an MVP caliber level. Like he's playing well. He's averaging over 300 yards a game and he's not the reason that team is 0-3 right now. Uh, let's what are you see. giving We've, up for, for Cousins though, Ryan? For real. Dude, if, they, if, they're, if they're bombing the season and they're going for a quarterback in the draft, they are going to get a 2025 fifth round pick as compensation for Kirk Cousins. If they have sold their souls and they're saying, okay, we're going for the next thing, wouldn't you want something better than a 2025 fifth round pick? The earliest pick you can get from the Jets, who are the most desperate team, I would think, are it would be a third round pick this year. I would give up the third round pick this year to get Kirk Cousins, but it might you might be able to do it for a conditional pick next year. If you're telling me a 2025 conditional pick that's a third at worst, that could be a first if the Jets get to the Super Bowl, I can live with that. I can live with that, and I want to see good football. I want to see these guys happy. Dude, if if Garrett Wilson can have a Justin Jefferson style like, you know, season, even if it's like seventy five percent of that, I'm gonna be ecstatic with Kirk Cousins there. But why would why are they giving up Cousins for a conditional fifth? Uh, talk to me. They're moving on. That well, that's what I'm saying. They, like Kirk Cousins is gonna win games. They're gonna bump themselves out of a quarterback if that's the ultimate uh, end game goal. Like they were a thirteen and fourteen yeah. last year. Right now, it's a two point nine percent chance they make the playoffs. If they lose again, I think it's zero. I'm pretty sure 0-4. I don't know if there's been a team that has made the playoffs after starting 0-4. Who do they have this week? I don't know. Offhand. Got Nick Mullins as their backup. Oh. Okay. I'm Carolina, just saying, like... I, I'd love like, Nick Mullins. <laughs> dude, <laughs> You're so broken. With a pulse. We are so broken. We, oh, oh my horrible. God. This is horrible. Did just say I would love Nick Mullins? Oh, I would. I, I heard that. Clip. I'd be proud. <laughs> That's I'm our guy. You. Give him a noogie. Mullins. Oh, oh, my God. Mifey Spoonie comes in and says, worst case scenario is another close loss where Zach throws 130 yards, zero interception. Zach either needs to look good or awful, so Salah has to make the change. Nah, he'll make the change. If Zach is not doing anything, he will pull the plug. JR Jet says, I don't think they're going to get rid of Zach if Rodgers is coming back. As much as that would probably be better move, Aaron Rodgers would likely fight to keep him. If that's the case, the Jets will not have him as their number two backup. I do think if they decided to hold on to him beyond this year, which I, I would think is ill-advised at this point, um, I think they'd bring in someone else as well. Piddledypoo comes in and says, LOL, went from Zach gives us the best chance to win to signs Trevor Simeon the next day. Ridiculous, enough already. No, it's it's coach speak. That's what it is. You heard Green Bean say it earlier, talking about the offensive line. Beckton, oh, Beckton, you know, he hasn't practiced over there, blah, blah, blah. He's going to stay on the right-hand side the next day. Oh, yeah, Beckton's on the left-hand side. AVT's at right tackle, and we're all kind of surprised by it. They're going to do what's in the best interest of the team. And, I mean, th he can only put out whoever's there that Douglas has brought in. I would imagine Salah and his defensive mind is not pounding the table for Zach Wilson to be his starting quarterback. Green Bean, your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I, I'm with, I just don't believe anything. I, I will tell you this. Robert Salah looks, he looks gaunt this week, doesn't he? His mm -hmm. cheeks look like they're sinking in. 
Yeah. He's definitely he's de whatever he's putting out there about confidence. This he's 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 having a rough go right about now. So I think he's just saying what he needs to say. I mean, we saw, dude, the the best example ever ever was. I mean, he went. He didn't just say, "Nah, we're not thinking about Beckton on left." He said it would be irresponsible. Why did he go that far? Now, was he really thinking that? And somebody said, "No, no, no, you're doing this," or. Is he just doing what he's done a hundred times to us already? Saying one thing and then this week it changes. Maybe he's not showing his hand. Maybe Zach's already out, and there. Maybe Tim Boyle starts this week. And I mean, who the hell knows what's going on? You know what I mean? But I think it's you got to know that they're not liars because they're not showing their hand. It's part of the, it's part of the deal. We know. Remember, Joe Douglas was called a liar with uh, you know uh, the big one was uh, Jamal's going to be a Jet for life. And he never said Jamal will be a Jet for life, by the way. He said the goal is for, or the plan is for Jamal to be a Jet for life. And and then everybody got mad. He lied to us. He didn't lie. He's just not showing his hand. And I think that's what you want, even though it's aggravating on our end. 100%. I saw some comments in the chat as we're going through. It says, read JPA football's comment. Uh, this was posted 14 minutes ago. Rumors, tensions are rising in the Jets locker room over Zach Wilson situation. and The team could be ready to implode, says Rich Samini. Uh, he says that Robert Sala is coming off as Zach Wilson apologist and that it isn't sitting well in the locker room. The Jets defense in particular is not happy. That's in quotes, uh, Samini says. This defense knows that if any other player were performing his job the way Wilson is performing, that player would be benched. Trust me, there's tensions in the locker room. I get the sense that this team could be ready to implode. That's why they brought in Simeon. They they are of not course. blind to that uh, that kind of stuff going on. So I I a hundred percent believe that's true. I mean, it, there's frustration spilling over on the offensive side of the ball. And the defense is like, dude, we just we just held the Patriots thirteen points. You guys couldn't do anything on the offensive side of the ball. One snap inside the red zone, right? Certain. And three three chances in the last couple minutes of the game too. They gave them. And you gave up a damn safety. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Boogie down Bronx. If they didn't, if they didn't give up the safety, Ryan, yeah. then it's like we just got to get the field goal range. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts how poor this quarterback has played. Boogie down Bronx says, Green Bean, what would I have done differently this offseason if I was the GM? And I'm the JD guy all the way. Best GM we've ever had. I, I still stand by it, at least in my time of watching the game. Like, I really like Joe Douglas. I don't want to see him go anywhere. But, man, he is tying his his uh, anchor or whatever, whatever it is. He's tying himself up, oh, dude, to Zach Wilson. And that is scaring the shit out of me. This is, this is the worst I've felt about Joe Douglas since he's been here. And, like... I'm not ready to like pull the plug out, but dude, you gotta, gotta help us out here. hundred percent. Greenby, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, like I am also a Joe Douglas supporter and I see, you know, look, I mean, dude, it, it, all you have to do is look at where we were when he came to where we, you know, we, we were going into this season with literal Super Bowl aspirations. Okay. That's, that's as, as wide of a gap as you can have. So there's that. But what I would have done differently, and I think that he really, really messed up, we should have bolstered the offensive line for sure. We depended on the two years injured Becton and a 40-year-old Dwayne Brown who's coming off for an injury. Don't like it. 
didn't agree with it all off season. And I said it a hundred times and I just, I wanted, if we were going to do a Zach reset, we should have had a vet in here and we should have had a vet in here when there were vets available, whether it's Minshew, Bridgewater, any of those guys coming in right now, we're winning games, dude. Any of them, uh, you know, Dalton, a- any of them, we should have had one in here and Zach could have been pushed to three and whatever happens back there happens back there. And you can just calm down and take the whole year. He wasn't ready. We knew that this is the worst case scenario for us and for Zach Wilson, whatever progress he was making, it's out. It's out. He wasn't ready for this. Um, and it, it was a long shot to begin with, with Zach Wilson. It was a long shot, but they're going to do it. Okay, great. I support it. Get a vet in here and buffer this kid. He shouldn't even have the idea of I might be, I, I might be needed today. And that's a big misstep by Joe Douglas. The offensive line, look at us. We're already using our guard at tackle again. Now, he, it's great, but he hasn't lasted a full season yet, AVT. We love him. He's a stud. He's versatile. All those things. I'm a big fan of the pick, and I'm a big fan of the player, but he's already playing out of position. That's our solution because we didn't bolster it, and it's a misstep, and I didn't like it one bit. So one thing I do have to say to that, the Jets did go out and offer Orlando Brown the biggest contract, and he wound up signing with the Bengals because they had the quarterback. We didn't have Rodgers yet at that point. Then Douglas went out. He got, uh, he drafted a tackle after no tackles were left in the first round. He went out and got the the center in Titman. You had that fallback of ABT being kicked out to tackle. You already had Brown under contract because he had us over a barrel last year when Makai Becton went down. You had Makai Becton coming back. Obviously, that you know there, there's risk inherently with all that stuff. They signed Billy Turner. It's not like they didn't like address the offensive line or try well, to. They, it just, yeah, well, it just okay, fair and fair. But, but dude, waiting until Carter, there was about six offensive tackles that all of us were hoping they were going to take throughout those rounds before we got to Carter Warren, who was injured and is injured now. So like if we would have taken a great example is what's the, the, the big kid's name. And I know why they didn't, but he made it to the fifth round. Is it the one? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Seven kid from Ohio. He's doing great. They were scared off from Becton. That's exactly yeah, what and it is. I, and I, 100% and I get scared it, from Becton. Right? If you, did, if you made it. that pick and he wound up going down injured, oh, he'd be crucified. I Totally. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. But like, it's like, but it goes back. You know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of players that we were screaming for with the offensive line, whether it's Creed Humphrey or Trey Smith or all these guys. And I get it. You know, I understand all of it. This year was supposed to be the guarantee that we support Aaron Rodgers year. And then we didn't really, so again, I'm not trying to bash. I'm just saying where my issues were. There was some addressing Billy Turner is a band-aid at best. He's depth. Um, you know, we were hoping Max Mitchell, I don't know what's going on with him. He seemed to have, he's, he's not even active. So I don't know what's up with him. Um, but Carter Warren, hey, he might end up being great, but he's not great this year. We needed somebody maybe earlier. I, I like the Tipman pick. Um, but even, uh, you know, in the first, you know, um, you know, there were guys granted, you might not maybe trade back a little bit and take, you know, get a little bit of value and then take, you know, the top tackle on the board. There was lots of things that you could do. There was, there was a slew of tackles that I liked, um, before Carter Warren and, uh, again, taking an injured guy. It's, I don't know. It's just, again, we should have really done in my opinion, a better job. The Orlando Brown thing, sure, swing and a miss. He had a few of those. He had um, 
Joe Tipman, Jack Conklin. Fletcher Cox was a, a swing. So he had some of those swings and misses this year, which is unfortunate. But I don't know. I just think when you got to do it, you know, you when you got to get something done, you get it done. And if you can't get it done in free agency, then you know, hey, I got to do this in the draft. I got to do it. There were guys worthy of being picked when we took Zaire Barnes. And uh, you know what I mean? It's uh, great. I hope he's great. Will McDonald, I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm great. I get the long-term plan. I get it. But we needed a tackle. Stifler's mom comes in here. Thank you for the super chat. It says, if we do have another, uh, if we do have to draft another quarterback, how long should we sit? Uh, should he sit behind Rogers? Love uh, sat for three years. He looks legit. If you're GM, what type of quarterback would you like to see sit behind Rogers? The best one possible. I don't care who it is. I'm letting him sit behind Rogers for two, three years, whatever Rogers can give us. As long as he's playing at a decent level, I'm fine with the quarterback sitting. You want to bring in the quarterback for year four? Cool. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm good with having a quarterback sit. I don't want to take a first-round quarterback in this upcoming draft, though. I really want to add more and try to really make that push uh, with Rodgers. But if they took a mid-round guy with upside and sat him, and who knows what he looks like in the preseason for a little bit, and maybe you get an idea if he's someone that you could go to, or you know, two years down the line, maybe you're looking at drafting a quarterback. But... Uh, in 2024, I, I would not be looking to use my first round pick on a quarterback. I would be looking at offensive line and other areas where you could possibly improve this team. TKO Steve says, what would be worse? The Jets hold the Chiefs to 13 points and lose or the Jets give up 40, but score 30 and lose. I mean, I guess you, maybe you feel a little bit better holding the Chiefs to 13 points. But yep. I'll be honest, I, I it depends how the 30 is scored, right? Like if the Jets score 30 and like Mahomes does his Mahomes thing and then they wind up losing on like a last second drive or, you know, something like that, then, yeah, I would feel pretty happy watching a, 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 a game, you know, be played. But 13 points would be fun as well. Screaming, what do you think? Uh, 13 points for the Chiefs and lose or 30 points and lose? Oh. Right. I don't know, man. You want yeah. a bag of shit or a, a cup of piss? <laughs> Six in one hand, but a half a dozen in the other. But I think one of them exacerbates and elongates the Zach Wilson illusion. One doesn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I I would pick the thirteen because that shows that it shows that the defense is legit and that they need to make a change at quarterback. Yeah. Right. I think uh, that's, that's a good way to look. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's Simeon comes in and gets us to thirty points. I don't know. It depends how how it all shakes out. Uh, Sawyer comes in and says, not sure if this would make a difference, but we need to move AVT to guard. I don't like telling AVT to be good enough at guard, but not elite at guard. I think he means good enough at tackle, but yeah, not elite at guard. Yeah. I, I mean, I want the best five out on the field. If, if tackle is his spot right now and Tipman's getting reps, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I, I can't sit here and watch, you know, Billy Turner spinning around or, or whatever. I think this is a fine offensive line. I'm not not upset with this. Uh, Ace of Spades says Sauce may want to leave because of zone schemes? Question mark. I don't think so. I think Sauce likes it in New York. I mean, obviously we got to get some winning. I think everyone's going to want to leave if we're you know just dragging our feet. Uh, Small Health Jet Petroleum says if Simeon is a top twenty-five quarterback with us, we will win at least ten games. I would like to believe that. I, I think we need higher than twenty-five level quarterback play, but I mean considering we had 32nd ranked quarterback play the last few years 
and we would have won a bunch more games with just baseline play. You know, maybe there's an argument for that. Uh, Niem comes in, says, thoughts on quarterback Colin Kaepernick wanting to join the practice squad. Letter was sent to Joe Douglas. Also think offensive line played better. Uh, Zach missed open checkdowns. I did think the offensive line played better. Colin Kaepernick, uh, we've discussed this. We don't we don't want him based on the uh, the seven years off and also just the, the circus that ends up coming with it if you have that style quarterback uh, on the practice squad. Kenzie comes in and says, look at Rich Samini's post. Uh, do you know what it says? That was, the JPA, that was the JPA thing we looked at before. Gotcha. The, okay, so that's go. what MC Thank Lean you. was talking about as well. Uh, Craig comes in and says, no matter what, he threw a game-winning Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, I guess we oh should talk God. about that to some extent. Like, Cobb dropped the game-winning touchdown at the end there. It was a fluky friggin' play. That doesn't change the fact that I want to move on from Zach Wilson. Yeah. But, yeah. like, the Jeez. Jets were that close. That's what's crazy about this whole thing. Matt, yeah. what would you think Craig, about that drop? Oh, or, or Green Bean, you go first, then Matt. No, 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 go ahead, Matt. Matt, Matt, go ahead. I was just going to say that um, it shouldn't have had to come down to a last-second Hail Mary. Like, could it have been caught? Yeah. Would that have been fun? Would I have been happy that they ended the streak against uh, the Pats? Of course. But that doesn't magically mean that Zach Wilson actually played a good game. He didn't. Yeah, Green Bean, what did you think about that? Uh, that yeah, I think Craig is trying real hard doing the, you know, doing what he did last week. But, dude, 13 points. You're talking about 10 nothing. Like, dude, that's an offensive problem. Like how, like I, I, you're li- and I read your whole thing last week, dude, you're re you're really grasping at straws and, um, not that look, I thought Zach Wilson played a good Zach Wilson game against Dallas. Right. Uh, I did. I thought that he showed enough. He wasn't the reason blah, blah, blah. And sure. But it doesn't matter. Zach Wilson has not been able to score points outside of a handful of games in his entire career. And that includes, like I said, this current preseason, he played all, all of all four games. We had an extra game. He scored one touchdown, all of them. And so, I mean, it's the same. It's this, it's Zach Wilson. Football is the defense holds teams to two touchdowns or so, and we can't beat them. That's jets football. All of 2022, outside of the the exciting games in the on the on the front end, and the Mike White stuff, and and you know, um, but that's what we've seen from Zach Wilson, dude. And if you actually watch the All 22 this week, which I've done, um, I've watched all kinds of clips and all kinds of shit, and I've seen all kinds of other people's thoughts, all kinds of stuff. If you look at it, there and we saw it during the game. There are dozens of plays that Zach Wilson was the sole person responsible unless he let it go and the guy dropped it, of course, if that should have happened. But as far as the guy being, oh, the, the protection being there, the player being open and Zach Wilson making a bad decision or what have you, uh, it, dude, it's clearly he's the problem. The team knows it. Every single uh, pundit knows it. Anybody who watches it, and looks at it objectively can see it. I'm supporting the guy. I did a whole thing last week, cheering a thousand people, trying to get a thousand people to change what they were seeing and root for him anyway. I'm I'm as positive as it gets, but you got to be real, for God's sakes. It sucks. Lucky Leo comes in, says Cousins has a no trade clause in his contract. He didn't want to be a Jet years ago. It's not happening. Tannehill might be more realistic. 
the team is totally different than it was when Cousins shut us down the first time. No McCagnan, no, uh, was it Gase at the time? I don't know. If, I think it was Bowles at the time. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there's no, there's Bowles. no comparison between the two teams. And if Cousins feels like he has a really good chance to earn himself a ton of money playing on a team that might go deep into the playoffs, then he'll, he'll waive the no trade clause. I mean, if the Vikings are going to stink and he's got Justin Jefferson, he might just want to stay in Minnesota anyway. So it, look, I understand it's, it, he holds a lot of the cards in this whole scenario here. Uh, Tannehill might be more realistic. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have his offensive line coach. So there's, there's that connection there. Um, and I Todd guess, Downing. And Todd Downing. That's right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. That makes a lot of sense. Probably the way we go. I don't know. What do you think it costs Matt to get a uh, Tannehill? Fifth rounder. He's gone after the year. Like they're, they're losing him for nothing. So is Cousins. Pick. Yeah, well, Cousins is a little bit better than than Tannehill. So I think his price. I mean, I think it's a third round pick for for Cousins. I don't think it's anything crazy. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at uh, as well. Uh, Craig comes in. Craig says no booze for the defense. Three games in a row, ten point hole. Oh, uh, shut up, Craig. Jesus Christ, how are you going to get on the defense? They allowed thirteen points. They didn't allow the Patriots in the red zone one time. In the last three games against the New England Patriots, they allowed two touchdowns and they lost every single time. I don't want your two dollars. Go somewhere else, please. I can't take this nonsense anymore. How are you going to blame the defense in this? They've allowed twenty yeah. points or less almost every single game during that six game losing streak last year, but still it was somehow the defense's fault. Fuck off. <laughs> oh man. That's, I can't wait to see that clip later. <laughs> that was a great rant. Oh, <laughs> I thoroughly great. enjoyed that. Oh, and, yeah. and just for that, Matt, I, I, let's get these out of the way. Craig says that time when everyone was blind, but I could see it. He comes in and follows it up with, and nobody brave enough to counter my arguments. And then he says, anyways, are always behind 10 to nothing, no ability to force three and outs, and follows it up with Green. What were the plays I've watched? 22 2. He's watched you all 22. So I'm not what you're not you. seeing. Hey, hey I'll, I'll make it quick for you. Go to go to Michael Nania's Twitter page and just take an hour and a half of your life and scroll down. Then go to JetX and and watch Rivka's breakdown, and then spend time with Robbie Sabo's page. JetX did a a really good job uh, this week in particular of showing you exactly what was happening when Zach Wilson was playing tiddlywinks uh, behind a perfect pocket. Oh, geez. Ron comes in. <laughs> Do we know when Rodgers is coming back to New Jersey? I think he can help with the locker room. I mean, we need him back yesterday. We need his presence back in the locker room to just be a calming presence. I like more than anything else. This this locker room does feel like it's about to implode. I mean, anyone that watched the game saw the tension on the sideline. And no matter how many oh, times yeah. they're saying, oh, everything's fine. You know, harmony and whatnot. The players are feeling a certain way. They would be held accountable like one of the other chats said earlier, they would be held accountable. Zach has not been held accountable. And this is definitely on Douglas, I feel like, more than Salah right now. I mean, I guess you could have put Boyle in and at least sort of like claimed that there was some type of, of accountability there, but Boyle's not really tickling anyone's you know, fancy. So I, I put this on Douglas right now. Uh, Matt, when do you think Rodgers coming back to Jersey? 
apparently for this game on Sunday night football, he very strongly hinted that he will be in the building. Um, I, w- I would love that. I would want him here just for morale purposes. He's their leader. It, it, even just hearing him speak on Pat McAfee earlier today made me feel better. He's my leader too. Uh, Dallas comes and says, yes, I'm tired of this guy. Craig, you got everyone fired up tonight. Vito says, send Craig to the shadow realm. He got ejected. <laughs> Craig, I like having you in the chat. Thank you for the $2 and $2 and lots of $2. I appreciate it for sure. I don't like your take. I will read I know, your comment. You got to just know when to like, you know, get, it's like, it, you're not just stating, you know, okay, well, here's my side. You're kind of belittle you know you're tr- you're like condescending too so that's where it's starting to get ridiculous it's like dude okay you have your take it's dead wrong that's fine we can do that but you know calm down a smidge lucky leo comes in says guys last year we were wearing mike white t-shirts it's over for zach it's a ticking time bomb this was over last year jets should have realized it I mean, they did. The game plan was to not let Zach see the field for two years and then just let him ride off into the sunset. He wouldn't have been the guy. But, uh, you know, obviously Rodgers got hurt and the rest is is history right now. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like this locker room is is done with Zach. They they feel they're yeah. wasting their time. Green Bean, yep. is that kind of where you're, where you're feeling as well? Yeah, 100%. And I think, you know, I didn't watch the Boy Green interview with Garrett Wilson yet. Um, but, you know, you hear him... He's taken the, he's a, he's a pro like during the game. I think somebody said it. I forget where it was. Um, it might've been Jake, but it's like Zach or uh, Garrett is a professional. He's a leader, but on the field, he's fiery and he's gonna, he's, he's passionate. And that's what you want. You don't want him to, you don't want that to be deadened. And if he's clearly like, dude, I am wide open every play. And if it's not me, you know, uh, Lazard is wide. Like, they, they come on. Like, we have to figure something else out here. We're down one score. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? Like, that's what you want. And I think, um, you know, not seeing the Elijah Moore, I want to trade thing in the middle of a win streak because he's not getting the ball. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about, uh, there, there was another stat I saw. What, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Devontae Adams got 16 targets this week and it's like what garrett wilson hasn't earned that like he hasn't earned even just like doesn't matter if he's covered just throw the ball at him you know what i mean like let him do what he does we're not even doing that zach is afraid dude he's lost in the sauce he's afraid he can't see it he he, he's got tears of of mental blocks and it's it's time dude we're gonna lose the entire team for one player. And again, like Jeremy said it really beautifully in the, in the stream on Sunday, he said, I've never watched, this is the worst quarterback I've ever seen for this long. I, I, that's perfectly said, like we've had bad quarterbacks before. Never have we endured three straight years of it, man. Never. And this is brutal, especially because we're loaded with talent all over the place on in three facets of the game, we are stacked and we got this one guy with the most control and he can't do a damn thing. And it's time, dude, it's time to get rid of this guy. Matt, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the locker room and the ticking time bomb after the shirts last year? Yeah, they're just, they're over it, man. They're, they are totally done with it and it's hard to, 
say have a rebuttal for it like i i get it it's frustrating i can't imagine being garrett wilson or Brees hall or anybody there on offense and you're sitting there in the team meeting the next day watching the film and going over and going uh, i'm open right there he doesn't see me or oh look this guy has inside leverage one-on-one -on -one and they didn't throw him the ball or up oh, late to the check down and Brees hall you know he got me the ball late so i didn't have time to make a move and run like uh, they they just need a, a semi-functional quarterback. And it's a real damn shame that it got to this. Zach wasn't always this bad. He got sh completely shell-shocked and it went off the rails. But it's just time to say that it, it's it. That it's over. Move on. The 49ers were able to move on from Trey Lance. They admitted their mistake. It's time for the Jets too. 100%. Right, that's 100%. Balls. well said. Balls yeah. over there in San Fran. It helps when you have a Purdy that, that steps in. Like, at least, like, you know... Lance got hurt and they were able to like try other quarterbacks that were like just sticking to our guns. Like, Oh no, we're going to keep doing it. It's going to work out eventually. And like, I can't take any more of it. RJ comes and says, if back comes, can we convince Becton to be our swing moving forward, draft a left guard and next year looks good. I think there's a really good shot that back is going to be our left tackle next year. Now, maybe he's got some issues with our turf or something like that, but I think Rodgers is going to be able to talk to him. I do think he's going to get cut because he's like a $40 million cap hit. So if you assume uh, Bakhtiari left tackle, I don't know what you do at left guard. I mean, are you keeping Titman? Are you moving AVT over? Whatever. Titman's going to be one of the... Uh, AVT is going to be one of the guards. I don't think you bring back McGovern, so I think Titman is going to be the center. I think you you hope maybe you get a, a good season out of Becton. You sign him to like a prove it deal. I don't want to use the franchise tag on Makai Becton, I'll be honest. Um, but if you can have him as your right tackle, then maybe you, you got something going there. You, you still have to bring in offensive linemen because Bakhtiari, even though he's probably the best tackle in the game when he's on the field, he's not always on the field. That's my issue. He's played 12 games or less each of the last four years. Yeah. But I would take 12 games of really good tackle play. <laughs> I'm, I'm over the I'm over the injuries. I can't. I, I'm enough of these guys who are injury prone. Be like, oh, uh, what do you know? The guy who couldn't play a full season the last half decade got hurt again. Like, I, I can't get, get draft to use the draft pick on on a rookie and go that way, or sign someone who's not perpetually hurt, please. Greenbean, how are you feeling about Bakhtiari possibly coming here? I don't know. I, I'm with Matt. I really, I really am. I just think it's time. The good news, guys, is that the younger when we the young guys that we are sticking in are playing well, right? So, I mean, I really wish Max Mitchell. I, I'm really hoping that Max Mitchell could could can contribute this year. You know, I liked him as a prospect. I thought that was right where he should have gone. You know, in that fourth, fifth range. Um, and I I thought he played. I thought he showed some stuff last year, and he came in all ripped. You know, big and strong. I don't know what the deal is. So I don't know, man. I just, um, I, I'm tired of like the old, you know, like the, the, the Jets used to do this thing where we grabbed guys after they were good, right? With this hope that they'll still be good. And we did that for a long time. And how did it work for us? So I don't know, man. I just think like we're doing a good job with young players. Like we really are. Like Joe Douglas, the Joe Douglas regime, whether it's Michael Carter, the second sauce, Breeze, you know, all these guys, like we have Garrett, we have all these guys that are playing well, AVT, Tipman, and it's like, just, let's just keep going with that. Like, I think Ruckert and those types of guys should be getting more playing time because they're going to give us more 
than these than these older fellas that we're just kind of married to. Like Dwayne Brown, thank goodness. I mean, with all due respect, I don't want to root for an injury, but thank God something happened to kind of like force their hand because he would have been in there last week. And my, I think he would have been there. And we would have watched another crazy game from him and they would have justified it. Oh, he's coming back, blah, blah, blah. I'm just sick of the old men, quite frankly. Yeah, you know, I'm a little surprised with the with the Brown stuff because I do agree we would have seen him back out there. And I think that's purely because it's a contract thing. You know, he's getting paid that guaranteed money. And for Salah to be on a team in Seattle where they did the opposite, they they took Russell Wilson instead of Flynn, who was just given the big contract. It's It feels odd that they're just so set in their ways, and it's it's definitely frustrating. Uh, Darrell comes in, says, Green Bean, you speak facts. Following. Yes. You should absolutely You're not be already following. following? Yeah, you follow, follow Matt, Green Bean, and myself. Right. And talking Jets. Don't forget yeah, to subscribe right here, everybody. Yeah, half the people that watch this stuff are not subscribed. So if you yeah, guys... It's bullshit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but thank you, Darrell. Thank you. I appreciate it, though. Ryan I King comes in. He says, if the Jets put in Tim, at least the Pats D were not ready for him, and Pats D not playing the Zach plan, maybe it opens up the run a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, heck... Tim Boyle coming in could not have been worse than Zach. That, that I mean, that's sort of where I go to. Like a, a a broken clock's right twice a day. Like so, Tim Boyle, you know, I think he's better than a broken clock. I don't want to see him start a significant amount of games, but I think at least if you put him in, I don't know, would have been something. Matt, what do you think? You would have liked to see Tim Boyle last week? Uh, not particularly, but I'm relatively more excited about i almost said chris strevler my brain is kind of fried now uh trevor simeon um which is just so sad that that's a real sentence but um he brings up ryan brings up a good point about the run game struggling so much i get so many questions or comments like well how could zach do anything when the run game is so bad but the reason why the run game is so bad is because there's nine guys in the box and they're daring the quarterback to throw and he can't oh yeah 100 percent yeah, there's like people got to realize, like just because the running game's not going does not mean that it's the running game's fault or the offensive line's fault. Actually, I got another stat for you. Another one that's not like great. This one, let me let me pull it up and I want to quote it the correct way. This stat is from Fantasy Pros and this is pocket time through 3 oh, weeks of play. I I saw that. Yep. Yup. So oh, pocket time. Bad. This is not this is not a uh, snap to throw. Snap to throw would imply that someone who holds onto the ball and scrambles, like a Russell Wilson or a Zach Wilson, um, you know, has a longer duration of time. This is time in the pocket that they are allowed uh, to throw. Number one, Aaron Rodgers, three point two seconds. That's sad that that had to be put in there. Number two on that list, tied with six other quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, two point seven seconds in the pocket is what the offensive line is giving him. It is not an offensive line problem right now. This is 100% a quarterback problem. Absolutely a quarterback problem. Yep. So that's ridiculous. Absolutely nuts. Grimmy, what do you think of that stat? That, that, does it, even, it doesn't even like make sense to me that we've uh, that the offensive line has worked out that well through three games. Like well, I just felt like it was... It, but I'm sorry. Some of it is Zach running around, too, holding the ball too no. long. It's, uh, well, no, it's not. It's not snap to throw. It's pocket time. 
So the, the, the offensive okay. line is holding yeah. up long enough. And Zach is yeah. the benefactor of that, you know, compared to any other time. And look, look what they're doing down in Miami. They just threw up a 70 burger on Denver Tua, tied for last 2.2 seconds. Pocket time. Crazy. Yeah. They're getting the ball out fast. That's how you neutralize getting, a pass rush. That's right. That's how you do it. I mean, it's amazing, man. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we all have, you know, our focus and people say, this is the problem. That's the problem. And dude, you just look at it. You look at numbers and you look at, you just take a second and objectively look at it. And there's one, there's, it's not that there's not issues, right. And not things breaking down and, but there's one real issue with this team for the past three friggin' years. And his name is Zach Wilson. All right. But like, just like you said, when Mike White comes in, he throws for 400, 300. Josh Johnson came in, threw for 300. Joe Flacco has performed better than Zach Wilson at, at 68 years old. You know, and it's like, it doesn't matter who it is. Strebler came in and gave us a boost of life in the Jaguars game, throwing meatballs. The ball's going end over end. And it's still, it's still more effective, dude. Like, I mean, how many ways do you have to paint? I've never seen a guy get so much benefit of the doubt. And, dude, I so I this offseason, okay, they want to reset. I support him. It wouldn't be what I've done. We know what I would do. And I said it 100 times. But that's what they're doing. Okay, great. Maybe there's a chance. It'd be the greatest reclamation product, you know, project in NFL history. If that happened, it's not happening. We're seeing it before our eyes. The team is frustrated dude because they did this last year it's like deja vu it's identical so it's just uh it's crazy to think like we're all complaining about the offensive line and there's reason to complain but look right there it's got more time than anybody city bird says over under five cuts to taylor swift on sunday versus the chiefs over and take the over on five. Oh, over. over Yeah, it's going to be every time they score. Yep. (laughs) Which I hope is not a lot. But, like, especially if you include, like, the pregame stuff. Like, if she's in the box, you know, lead up to the national anthem and all that, they'll they'll cut to her. They'll do, like, they're going to show her on TV a bunch. 100%. When you see the ratings boost that they got from just having her during a 4 o'clock game, primetime NFL, she will be showcased. 100% showcased. No doubt. MC Lean comes in, says, Zach Wilson is the mother lover who has the flash uh, flash pass at Six Flags. <laughs> Gets to the front of the line uh, all the time. I, I'm not gonna lie. I went to Six Flags like a few years ago, and it was during the week. It was like a cloudy day, and all the schools, like buses and buses of kids come in. And me and my three buddies are like, yo, let's get the flash pass. And all these kids are standing in line. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> suckers yeah. we paid an extra 50 bucks and we got the flash and we like zipped right past them and it felt so good dude i can't even go to amusement parks anymore without it and you know oh, i do great. a lot of that shit i can't mm-hmm. it's brutal it's brutal without it you gotta get mm-hmm. the flash pass everybody i like the disney one that they're doing now where you can like it used to be like a sign up for a ride the last time i went down there it was really good though um but granted that was pre-covid so i don't know if anything's you know changed down there uh, Douglas says, if they stick with Zach Wilson, I'm buying stock in poly, polygrip, polygrip. What's that? Cause that's what Zach that Wilson needs. Oh, poly- I wish I knew what that was. I feel like that's a joke. <laughs> no, polygrip. Isn't that the denture cream? Oh my God. That's great. Did you see the guy? 
with the teeth that yeah, fell yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh. Knifey Spoonie says, would you trade Zach for Fields oh. straight up? I No, he sucks too. Next. Keep going. Yeah, Agreed. An asshole on top of it. Agreed. Agreed. Wrong verb says, why would Kansas City crush us? I thought our D was elite. Uh, well, if their defense is as good as we expect it to be, I don't think they're going to uh, – I don't think our – I think our defense is going to be on the field a lot, unfortunately. Uh, Craig? Uh, excited to see what this is. <laughs> How is it condescending uh, when nobody refutes my points? Just say F off. If you three want me gone, I'll gladly go. Too much life to live to spend all my time belittled by people I think love this team as much as I do. Craig, we do love this team. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt's excited. I'm gonna Craig, ready? Ready? I'm going to look right into the camera and tell you. Do you want the full screen, why Matt? Your point doesn't make it. Yes, yes, please. Full, hold on. Why? On, full screen. All right, here we go. Okay, Craig, you ready? Look right here into my lovely blue eyes, and I'll tell you why your points of bringing up the defense giving up 10 points is not worth mentioning because any other functioning quarterback would see an open receiver and be able to get them back in the game. I don't want to hear about, oh, well, there was almost a Hail Mary that was caught on a ball that was batted down at the goal line, Craig. It doesn't, that's not, good enough reason to justify sticking with this kid who is statistically one of the worst quarterbacks of the last decade. There's a great statistic going around on Twitter, uh, and it is looking at quarterback efficiency over the last decade. That's a really big sample size, Craig. It's every single quarterback that has played over the last decade, and there's only one quarterback worse on that list than Zach Wilson, and his name is Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was out of the league very, very quickly. Guys like Deshaun Kaiser are above Zach Wilson. Guys like Dwayne Haskins, RIP, is above Zach Wilson. I don't want to, I don't want the lies, Craig. You can't actually say that you watched the All 22 and think you saw something good. You are watching with blinders then because there are players on the field who are open. And I don't know how you could possibly bring up blaming the defense, which has been the strong suit of this team. And Ryan mentioned the stat earlier, Craig, that if the Jets scored league average 23 points over their last 18 games, they would be 15 and three. So I don't want to hear it. And that's all I have to say. Hold on, I got the, I got the button for it. Where is it? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Look, I, I understand seeing things through rose-colored glasses and i get it but there is just some things that are clear as day craig and we do support this team we 100 percent support this team I mean, heck we're sitting here five years i've been doing this channel i've never covered a winning team for the longest time i'm making game recaps jets have you know a top 10 pick i'm doing game recaps for like maybe a thousand views <laughs> towards the end of the season. Trust me, there's no one that loves this team more than the poor bastard sitting in this stream and the, the, the three of us. We absolutely love this team. You know? I want to point Gumby. something out. The greatest comment potentially in the, of the 2023 season thus far, Mo Dean, the perpetual troll, said, when even I get annoyed at a troll, something is definitely wrong. 
<laughs> it's a uh, funny one. And Craig, look, you know, it's like, you know, look, dude, Matt said it all, right? Refuting points over and over again becomes something that you just don't want to do anymore. Like, we spent a lot of time on you last week. You know, we, we did. And we refuted points, and you're not listening. So it's like, you know, I say to people all the time in my in my sphere of, uh, you know, my, my real world, I say to people all the time, there's only so much I'm willing to help you when you're not helping yourself. I'm not going to drag a, a, you know, a bag of rocks through life. It's just not. So if we're ta- having a discussion and we show proof and this, and we point to the, and you just come back with the same argument initially, it doesn't make sense to do it. So you just don't do it anymore. Like that's what, that's what it is. So, you know, I get it. Love that you love the team. We love the team too. You can fan how you want to fan, but that's where it is here. Wrong verb says why? Oh, no, nope, I already did that one. Sorry. Uh, Douglas says Craig apparently has more money than sense. Oh, that's mean, but eh, I get it. Maybe <laughs> it's been a, been a, been a long uh, last two streams. I feel like kind of getting berated by it. Uh, all right, we have reached the end of our stream. We're actually over time right now. We uh, so we get to go to our, where is it? Where is it? Boom! Nope, didn't work. Here we go. Boom, giveaway wheel. Baggage claim. So we are excited. We are. Someone's gonna be winning something tonight. Green Bean, you know uh, how many uh, how many super chats we get tonight? Actually, I do know the number. 78. 78. Including, you know, um, the uh, membership ones and all that stuff. You know what I mean? 78 total. Whoop. Hold on. It's going to be going to be 79. Uh, oh, Greg. Greg comes in. <laughs> says defense 79. is good. Down 10 every first quarter. It's not elite. Read my comment and review those points. None of you have. And yes, you have spent time. Fret, I've spent more money. All right, baggage claim time. <laughs> I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not gonna go into it. You're gonna, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've dude, already seen Matt's points. rant. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I don't need anything else. Just let's give someone a, a shirt or a mug or a jersey or something. Let's do it. All right. What was the number again? I forgot. I, I lost my train. Of Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Greg's in it. Fun. Greg's in it, man. Greg's in, in it man. a bunch of times. All right, here we go. Yeah. Random number generator time. Boom, 63. Ron Weiss is the winner. Ooh. Oh, there we Our go. Our boy there Ron Weiss. Ron. I love it. Let's spin the wheel. What's he going to do? Looks like a... Oh! oh. 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 Wow, Ron. Oh. Holy cannoli. You get a pillow. So you can cry oh, yourself to sleep at night after we lose to the damn Chiefs this week. And Zach Wilson plays every snap because we don't have the stones to bench him. Ron Weiss, I love it. I absolutely love it. Make sure you reach out to us. I mean, we probably got your information, but definitely reach out to us. Uh, shoot me an email so that way I remember to send it because sometimes I'm bad at that. Uh, we did have a poll question going throughout the night. When do you see Trevor Simeon take the field? 34% of you said starts versus the Broncos, and 30% of you said comes in during the Chiefs game. 
14% says starts versus Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be starts versus Chiefs. I think it's going to be halftime. That's what I'm thinking. All right. That is the end of our show. Let's go around, give our closing thoughts. Green Bean, any last words for our panel? Uh, yeah, this was good. This was good for me. I feel relaxed and calm. I should have taken a melatonin, but, uh, and it to, to add to it so I can go to sleep. But, uh, yeah, man, this is good. Just remember that we're hanging out here on Thursday for the Thursday thick of it right here. And we're going to be here Sunday night as well. If you're going to the game, have fun. I hope you all still go. The season is young, my friends, but if you're not going to the game, come hang with us. We have a good, positive time right here talking Jets. We'll start at probably 7.30. Might be, might be hopping into that stream, Green Bean. I don't think nice. I can watch it. Oh, dude, I don't know if I could watch it by myself again. <laughs> if I gotta sit, <laughs> I'd rather commiserate with you guys. Matt, yeah. any last words for our panel? I need a Xanax after tonight. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Boys and girls, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you tonight. Make sure you hit those milk thumbs on the way out. We got 348 likes. We still got 500 people in the stream. If you hit that like button, it gets it out to the masses just a little bit more. And this chain, or this chat, will be even more off the chain the next time you're here. And hopefully we're talking about a win over the former Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, yeah, we'll see. See what happens come Monday, boys and girls. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. We'll see you here next week. J-E-T-S!